Castlevania. Rude nation. Whoop. Oh. oh no. You're not talking about me. Oh. Your Mr. Christopher! Oh, Michael, I'm so sorry. You do not have Thomas with you! Oh, oh, I don't? I have drained him of his plasma! Oh, could you put it back, please? I don't know if I could deal with this all for this whole episode. No! Is no. it like, a, can you return it? You have shunned me? No, Michael, for Michael, pretty boy no, Michael, 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 listen, Michael, listen, Michael, listen. It's not Rootober yet. So there's still a possibility. I don't know why I'm, I'm looking at you. Um, there's still you a possibility. Yes, I guess so. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, Not you, here you're on right. My hands. Yes, you're right. I, I should. Yes. Listen, it, we're not yet at Rutober, okay? Dracula, Dracula's birthday is coming up, and by that I mean Castlevania's birthday. But Michael Morbius. We got Rutober, all right, and, and we got we got something planned, all right. You kind of you listen. I don't want to say you, you overstepped your boundaries, but you kind of did a little bit when you when you took my my, my co-host, my best friend. You took his plasma. Well, like, don't can you put it back, please? He's fine. Is he? It's, Where is he? It's mostly alcohol at this point. Anyway. Oh, and vampires can't get drunk. I get it. Oh, here. Oh, are you all right, Tom? No. All right. right Morbius definitely jumped the gun with Rutober. Because yeah, this well, ain't Rutober talk, but this is still spooky, well, spooky talk. Look, man, I I don't control the vampire. The vampire controls me. That That is how vampiritic activities <sighs> happen. Fucking, like, yeah. you know, I'm like his fucking Renfield, man. What do you want? <sighs> man, what did we... Why... Ugh. Why did we think having hurts. Morbius as a friend was a good idea? It is... He gets but, us all the... He, he writes us free prescriptions. I mean, he's a doctor, so... Yeah, I mean, he gets us prescriptions, yeah. I mean... But, like, uh, he sucks... He sucked out your plasma. He sucked out my bit. plasma, like, a, like a couple weeks ago. I didn't want to say, yeah. but... Because he yeah, told well, me to keep it quiet. You know, I mean... I mean, good thing I, you know, ate a lot of garlic. That probably... Yeah, that's going to fuck yeah. him up, I bet. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. You know what? I should start doing that. All yeah. right. Well, especially when you sleep in the studio. Yeah, no, this is very true. Oh. My, Michael's just in the rafters right now. Anyway. But yes, yes, so we're in the studio, Tom. Yes, yeah. this, this has been a stellar intro for another great episode of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus, episode 107. Yes, I saved 107. that. I had to double-check that shit. I'm Sherm. <laughs> I'm Tom. And we are we're getting ready for Rude-tober, the spooky, spooky month that we yes. invented. Rude-tober, uh, but it's not Rude-tober just yet. But knocking on the door... We told you, Michael. Knocking on Dracula's castle. That's Simon Belmont, baby. Because we're going to celebrate uh, the anniversary of Castlevania, which is, an, which is a, a, a franchise that you and I are both big, big, big fans of. Agreed. Um, that anniversary... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so in September 26th uh-huh. is going to be the anniversary of Castlevania That's hitting perfect. the Famicom. Well, I mean that's still lifetime. That's time. That's time, baby. Can't yeah, but break when time. We post. It'll still be, it'll be nine. It'll, days, but yeah, but it'll, it'll still be have been. I know. Okay. I'm anyway, just being a pain in the ass. that's fine. But yeah, Castlevania. We did have a Castlevania discussion, very loosey goosey, back in the old Rude Boys Gamecast days, episode four, Pretty Boy Vampire Baby. I re-listened to it. It's still not that bad. So go check that shit out. Go into our archives, baby. And check it's out. It's horrible, Michael. Michael, shut the Michael, fuck you. Up. All right, we weren't fan. We weren't friends with you, so. All right, but still. Anyway, you know. Hey, hey, listen. Your fucking movie may suck. 
Yeah, your fucking Twitter account got uh, unverified because you were yeah, fucking mum, baby. That was fucking funny. All right, so um, we're talking about Castlevania, mm-hmm. gearing up to Rudetober. Very yes. exciting time for your boys, very exciting time for the Rude Nation. Tommy, what do we got in our mouth? Or should I answer that question? Uh, we have Blood Tears. Bloody Tears. Ah, Bloody Tears. Fuck, so one of the best songs out, coming out of Castlevania, in, in addition to Vampire Killer, a theme of Simon Belmont. Music is fucking phenomenal, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Bloody it Tears. Is, is all the music phenomenal? Not all of it, but some <laughs> of it got some fucking bangers, bro. Uh, Bloody Tears. Which one was Bloody Tears? Was Bloody Tears the... I don't remember. But anyway, this is a this is a little drink I found on the, uh, on the World Wide Web from uh, the Drunken Moogle... Tumblr account, which is where I get all my kind of nerdy cocktails from. Uh, it's got raspberries, gin, lemon juice, grenadine, chambord. Um, it's got great. And they even said, it was like, listen, the, the little uh, raspberry seeds, those are the bloody tears. Listen, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's it's staying on brand. Alright. Let's clink wow, it up and let's ask... No, about, not at all. You, you were about to put it to your mouth. No, I'm gearing up. Well... Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's very refreshing. I think so. What do you think, Tom? You have a more refined palate than I do. It's tart. It is tart, but it's not, like, super sour. It is uh, refreshing. Yeah. It is a drink that I can see uh, having you make another. Yeah, this is like could be a year-round drink. This is a very... Uh-huh. this is. I mean, it is, it is called Bloody Tears, so... Yeah, no, this is good. This is great. Yeah. What is a man... But a miserable pile of secrets is all I gotta say about that. Wow. But this is pretty good. It is. Drunken Moogle, you've proven yourself worthy yet again. I commend you. I know you can sleep at night. Should we go to Blitzkrieg News? Let's go to Blitzkrieg, man. Starting off in games as we always do. Uh, pretty pretty slow uh, slow news day in the video game industry, wouldn't you say? Uh, no. What? Nintendo Direct fucking dropped on September twenty third. Yes. 23rd. Yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah, uh-huh. I had to count back. Yes. yes. Yeah, Nintendo Direct, motherfuckers. There you go. Very cool. Um, um some highlights of, of the Nintendo Direct. N64 and Sega Genesis games are coming to the Nintendo Switch online platform, yeah. but it's it, they're adding an expansion pass, which is so with pack, which is so fucking Nintendo on brand. Like, oh, this was good enough. We've we've done it 100. percent But if you want more, we're gonna call it like expansion pack. Yeah. Like that is that is so like. Yep, like, you got it. It's probably gonna be like a, a, an additional ten dollars. It so might. You listen, it might be. I I think again the online service. For what Nintendo Switch offers ain't great, no. but like the freebie shit is like fine. You know what? Like like right now, I could play Yoshi's Island whenever I want. I could play all these games whenever I want because of that service. And now, so the games that they announced right now, I don't have the top of my, uh, I don't have them off the top of my head. But a lot of them, Nation, if you're familiar with our most recent Rude Boys Top Ten, celebrating the 25 years of the Nintendo 64. You will see a lot of repeats. Maybe not the uh, wrestling games. Maybe not win back of all things, which I'm very excited to finally try. But you got Mario Kart 64, Ocarina of Time, uh, Super Mario 64. Uh, You're going to get a lot of stuff. You're going to get a lot of good stuff out the gate. Probably in October. I think this is what they said in October. So that's cool. Where the fuck is goddamn uh, Goldeneye? 
So, Tom, they they talked about future releases. Mm -hmm. They talked about Majora's Mask, and they talked about, I think, like, Mario uh, Mario Golf or something like that. Uh, And they showed Banjo-Kazooie. And so, right now, like, I think Microsoft is cool with being, like, talking to other people, trying to get their other stuff on there. With GoldenEye, though, is a little tricky. Because GoldenEye, then you gotta... You you have many masters to appease. You have whoever owns the James Bond license. You have Nintendo, who produced the game back then. You have Microsoft, who did the... Who owns Rare. You've got these people who... It's it's tricky. Just give me what I want. You want GoldenEye? Well, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you're... Look at you. I am. But other things... I'm a fucking slob. Other things from the Nintendo Direct, it was an it was a lot of announcements for announcements. So like I said, the Nintendo Switch Online shit. Yep. There's gonna be a Smash Brothers announcement coming out in early October, uh, Rootober, sorry, and uh, we'll talk about that next episode. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some Animal Crossing announcements going on. Um, in November. Uh, no, I think I think late Rootober. No, it said Tom Vember. Mm, I think the release is gonna be late Tom Vember. I can't believe no, I said that. No, but no. the announcement is gonna be late Rootober. I. Pretty sure it said no that way to know. Animal Crossing Direct will be like sometime in November. All right. Well, there's no way to know. Yeah. But it was oh, announcements like, for announcements, which we'll was put, cool. We're gonna put a flare chop on it, and okay. that is going to be a Rude Nation After Dark. And Rude you, Boys After Dark. Yes. Same thing. And you will be able to catch that uh-huh. on our Instagram. Oh. Of one of us on our IG flare. live. On of one of us getting player chops. I can live with that. I like that a lot. So. Um, other things from the Nintendo Direct, Bayonetta 3, we finally got some trailers for that. Uh, cool. Minus the, the teaser from years and years and years ago, which is cool. We're getting a fucking open-world apocalyptic Kirby game, which is like... Uh, did I say open-world? I meant like three-dimensional, which I, is something Kirby doesn't really do. I want to see fucking Kirby fight and eat, and eat zombies. You, you might. It might be okay. I mean, they'll be cute as fucking hell zombies. It's going to be like fucking a, a, an adorable Last of Us yeah. or Resident Evil. No, it, it is because, I mean, like, that's exactly what I was looking at when I saw that yeah. trailer. I was like, what the fuck? Like, but I knew it was Kirby because it kind of got announced a little ahead of time. But what are you going to do? Um, Hyrule Warriors DLC. The, the Nintendo I, Direct I was a lot of... I was just like, yep, they, 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 yep. there's my boy's shit. It, it was good, not great. Again, because a lot of it, they, 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 they didn't want to talk about Animal Crossing or Smash Brothers. They wanted to keep that to its own Direct, which I thought was smart, and kind of have everything kind of uh, stand on its own in this 40-minute right. uh, thing. Um, topical to today's episode, you, we finally got the confirmation of a Castlevania Advance collection, which is going to have, or has, because it came out day and date, uh, Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of Sorrow, and Dracula X. Uh, Dracula X is the uh, Super Famicom slash Super Nintendo version of Rondo of Blood, i.e. not great. Uh, but those other three Advance games are yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal, I threw around a lot. Circle of the Moon is really good. I played it, I think, two Rootobers ago. Um, Harmony Dissonance, I don't remember playing, but I looked at the cartridge and I apparently 100%ed it. Take that for what you will. Uh, Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow, which is the DS sequel, both are great games. So, so I can't wait draw, to hit right? that one again. Dawn is, yes. I wonder, Aria has I like... they're going to have that. Well, no. Well, okay. not in these games. I don't know if... They, I, they clearly don't know what to do with those DS games just yet, or else they would have probably conglomerated them into one big package. Um, but yeah, I got one big package for ya. Oh, I think the battery just died too. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. Nintendo Direct, great stuff. Moving on. Uh, oh, well, hold on. Even though, oh. even though I know news. it's 
What do you got? Tommy? In movies. Oh, but shit. But it was involved with the Nintendo Direct. Oh, my God. They, I blacked this out. Right. And not for any good they reason. It was just... They announced the cast. They definitely for, did. I knew there was something, but for, it was like, it's not video game related. Yeah. I, it's not coming well, to my it mind. It is, but it's not. It like, is. No, no, yeah, you're yeah. right. I didn't. I completely, um, it slipped my mind. They announced the cast for... The voice cast. The voice cast for uh, the, the Super, Mario movie Super being Mario done movie. by... Luke. Illumination. Yes. Over at the Sony Pictures. Who did Despicable Me? Uh, not Sony, whatever. Um, you know, yeah, they did the Minion Despicable movies. Me, yes. So we have Chris Pratt as Mario. Chris Pratt as Mario. And, and I see that and I'm like, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Again, I'm not... You have to you have to take a lot of this stuff with a grain of salt because it's not Nintendo making a movie. Yeah. It's Nintendo partnering up with the Hollywood movie studio right. and they want to they make money. Yeah. So they're going to get the high... High uh, the 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 highfalutin Hollywood actors, brother, brother. So um, so yeah. So so Chris Pratt is married. I'm like, cool, yeah, whatever. We have uh, Anna Taylor Joy, who was magic in New Mutants. Who also I heard his and name is Anya. That was the first time I've ever heard. I thought it was always Anna. It's Anya. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's A N Y A, right? Yeah. That's yeah. how you spell Anya. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, she's playing Princess Peach. Yep. Correct. Uh, you have Seth Rogen as Donkey Seth, Kong. All I can hear is just Donkey Kong going. <laughs> uh, Charlie Day is Luigi, which I think is phenomenal. Jack Black is Bowser. That I really that, like. Once we went past Chris Pratt, I was like, "Fine, yeah. give it to me." Yeah. Anya Taylor Joy, great. Who Charlie was Day. Uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Oh, that. Yep. Made yep. me so happy. And Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong, so like they're just really like picking Mario characters. And if like, you don't have, and you have Spike in it, fine. And if whatever. you don't have John Leguizamo voicing someone in this, this movie's a failure. I I don't know about that, but it, Charles Martinet is going to be portraying characters in this movie. Um, who knows, man? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Like I know a lot of the blowback is like, well, Char Charles Martinet has been voicing Mario for since '96. And, like, what? why can't we throw him a bone? Well, because, like, the way that Nintendo has portrayed Mario is just kind of like a like a, like a like a cartoon character, you know? He doesn't have a lot of dialogue and stuff like that. Like, I think Charles Martinet really kind of spreads his wings when he's doing other characters besides yeah. Mario. When he's doing Luigi or Wario or Waluigi. And, but this is a Mario movie, so, like, you know, he's... It might not... It might not hold well for, like, yeah. a 90-minute motion picture. He's so still you gotta, paid. and he's still, homeboy's still getting paid. Yeah, That's exactly. really what matters, and you know it, it, it is what it is, and it's gonna sound like a fucking fever dream. Oh yeah. But I'm there, and I think it's like December 2021, uh, December 21st, 2022, yeah, something like that. So yeah, great job announcing shit for the winter. Fucking announcing shit years and year in the future. A new, Moving on. A new Disney collection has Jungle Book and the good version of Aladdin. Yeah, I didn't know how to spell Aladdin. I'm sorry. A L A D I N. This isn't the Aladdin cast. There's just... definitely double letters in there. Double L, double D, double N, double I, double N, double E, double E. Who cares? The Super Nintendo version is finally coming to modern consoles, which is like the good version. Well, you would, because you're a fucking you know uh, nerd. I don't know what to tell you. That's the one. That's the, the Genesis. That I oh, so it's all about nostalgia, isn't it? Well, right, Tom. I think we just. I think we just solved the console wars. It's about what's right and what's wrong. Uh, we'll leave it at that. So, the Genesis version of Aladdin is a whole lot of flash and flare. All right, cool. The it's a lot of flash and flare, done by Virgin Interactive. 
Virgin yep. Interactive. Yep. Yep. Whereas uh, the the Super <laughs> Nintendo version of Aladdin is done by the Chads over at Capcom, making great platforming games, great music. You know, maybe my Flash, maybe Aladdin of a sword. Cause remember that scene? Maybe he throws an apple. Remember that scene? That happened. Anyway, the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin is superior. Um, and this collection is going to include uh, Jungle Book, like we said, and um, a Lion King. So this is kind of like similar to the Aladdin Lion King collection that came out uh, two years ago or something like that. Okay. Where it has all the different versions of said games. Now plus the Jungle Book, all those versions of said games. Is there a date on that list? I feel like that was announced 11, as well. 11-9. Tom Vember 9th. There you 9th. go. So there you go. Huh. Interesting, man. What else we got? Okay, cool. Um, what else we got? Digital Eclipse has started talking to Marvel and Capcom to remaster Marvel's Capcom 2. Yes, I, I hope that's the case. Um, there's this guy on YouTube, Tommy. Uh, his name is Maximilian Dude. He's like a fighting game guy on YouTube. Uh, he was trying to get a hashtag free MVC2 out there because that game is delisted, it's unavailable. So. It's a game that should be played, and now yeah, it is. is right? Delisted. No, I don't want to. No, we're not talking about that right now. Let's let's keep it keep it blitzkrieg. <laughs> um. So I don't want to say he's he's. Um, <laughs> That's usually what the ladies say to me. Oh boy, I don't want to say that he's responsible for this, but it was something that the conversation occurred, mm -hmm. and he was kind of at the forefront of that. So Digital Eclipse, which is like a. Um, what am I trying to say? It's a it's a. Um, it's a game company. It's a game does... company that. Uh, historical, like they try to keep the. They did like an SNK collection. They okay. did like a historical um, preservationist. I there got, we go. I gotta get. Back. I got. I, I got pick up more SNK games. <laughs> okay. Well, there's an SNK collection that uh, Digital Eclipse put out. Oh. Yeah. Hey, where'd you hear that from? Your me just now. Me just now, you idiot. Yeah, uh, all right. Let's clank it up. But before you, let's clank it up. There we go. A drink. Die, monster. Um, that's what you say when you kill your drink. All right, well, you should say that. Anyway, Digital Eclipse, great. Hopefully you get MVC2 out. MVC2 is a great game. Moving on. Crystal Dynamics helping out with the new, with new Perfect Dark. Yes, New Perfect Dark was announced, I think, at the Game Awards last year. It was done by The Initiative, which is a new company, done by Xbox. And Crystal Dynamics... Die, monster. Uh, oh, there he goes. You don't belong in this world. Um, Crystal Dynamics has done uh, Tomb Raider, and yes, they did Marvel's Avengers. But Crystal Dynamics has a lot of has a lot of pedigree that they can get their get the job done. That's cool. Cause yeah, more more games, baby. That's cool. Moving on. Rumor. Rumor. Watch. Quantic Dream making Star Wars game. Quantic Dream. Oof. That's like a beehive of a company. Um, so Quantic Dream, Tommy, has done uh, Heavy Rain. They did uh, Beyond Two Souls. That was a game with um, FKA uh, Ellen Page. Um, and they do a lot of narrative-focused story adventure games. Uh, it's edited by David Cage. David Cage is a weird... He's a weirdo. Um, so I don't necessarily know if I want them to touch a Star Wars game, because they'll probably make it, like, weird and overtly sexual or whatever, and it's like, this is not what I want to play. Like, if the team, if Bioware wanted to do, like, a Mass Effect game, it, like, a Star Wars Mass Effect game, I'm okay with that. Quantic Dream? Uh, I don't know about that. Speaking of 
Star Wars, we forgot that Knights of the Old Republic is coming. Yes, to that was that was part. Well, we, we talked about the remake last episode. Yeah. And the original and version the is coming, coming to, Switch. to Switch. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, that is cool. And I and I did say I would probably put twenty five minutes into that. Uh, but once Limited Run Games announces that they're going to make a physical edition, then then I'll pick it up and cool. not put it into my Switch. So yeah, you don't want to see Star Wars like overly sick, like a six pack Jabba just fucking just. Okay, so no, I, I don't mean I don't mean sexual like in the sense that everybody's like, like pretty, but I'm talking about just like a very like intimate look. Like I don't want to see like Zam Wessel get out of the shower or whatever, you know? Like I'm just like, nah, I'm I'm cool with that. Is it supposed to get your whistle wet? I I might get aroused, but like I don't I don't want I don't I don't want that I don't want that door to be open. Is really what I want to say. <laughs> Listen, I've got... I, there's this one picture of Carrie Fisher burnt to my mind where she's on a beach in the fucking uh, slave outfit. And it's there. And I believe Chris, it's there. I believe Kristen Bell had, has... Kristen Bell was never in a Star Wars movie, so I don't give a fuck. Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. Kristen Bell, I believe, actually redid that picture. Cool. I'm just saying. All right. Moving on. Let's keep it Blitzkrieg. Jesus Christ. Comic news. Comic news? Whoa! Wait a minute! We got comic news, Tommy? Yeah. I hope it's good. No. Oh, what? A copy of Amazing Fantasy 15 is now the highest oh, well, this sold is, this is comic the good news. for $3.6 yep. million, dollars, and it is in the studio. And it beat... Oh, yeah, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> your boys uh, rubbed two cents together, and we got that. Nah, it beat out um, Action Comics, and uh, it, it's not, and it was like a, it was like one of those fucking rated comics. Nice. You know, like it was like they, they preserved it and shit. It was like a nine point six. It was in good condition, but I don't know yeah, means. it yeah, was in good shape. It wasn't a piece of shit under somebody's fucking uh, armoire. It was just it was oh, in good. It was cool. it was good. It was crisp. It was mint, as mint as mint could be, mm. and it sold for a lot of money. And our boy Spider Man did it. And, um, yeah. Is that it for comic news? Because I think we got to talk about some new comic news. Lawsuit Civil War. Yes. Um, so, I'll get, uh, Tom, okay, so Tom's a comic book guy. Tom is literally wearing a comic book t-shirt right now. Um, let me, let me just, let me get the, the meat and potatoes out of the way. The estates, the the estates of a lot of comic book creators, so the estates of let's say Steve Ditko, the estates of Jack Kirby, the estates of Stan Lee, they are suing, Tom's literally walking away, they are suing Marvel Comics to try to regain a lot of the rights of their characters. Or not necessarily their characters, but the, the characters that were created under their uh, fathers, brothers, whatever. And now Marvel is countersuing to try to stop that shit. Um... And so, so my two cents is this: Spider, these characters ain't going away. All right, they're not going away. Marvel, and by that extension, Disney, who has who have had their fucking fingers in copyright law for decades, because if if they didn't have their way, Mickey Mouse would have gone public domain a, like a fucking century ago. <laughs> it was exactly yeah, we would have had fucking yeah, Mickey Mouse. But okay, so you know, Sherlock Holmes is public domain. Dracula. Is public domain. I don't say Michael Morbius. That's why we can talk about fucking Dracula right now because Bram Stoker's estate hasn't locked that character down. So they're not gonna give that shit up. However, also they just want a little bit of money, and I get that. 
because to be fair, those characters were created by a person. And yes, the times were weird back then. They're still weird now, but they were weird back then. And they, they should have had some sort of contractual obligation to be like, listen, I own this character. I am loaning it out to Marvel. Marvel can rent this character from me and my estate for X, Y, and Z. And everybody's kosher, baby. Because, like, listen, Marvel is making hand over fist over all this stuff. Meanwhile, fucking, the guy who fucking created Thanos got, like, 500 bucks for an Infinity War or whatever. When he, he could have been living large. Alright? So, Tom's chomping at the bit right now how to say his two cents. But that's really all I want to say. It's just like, listen, there's enough wealth to go around. Let's just share it. You ain't gonna be fucking Bob Iger rich or Jim Fe uh, Kevin Feige rich. But, like, come on, man. Like, there's no reason these creators, families, and also creators, too. Because, like I said, with fucking... Um, uh, with Jim Sterling created Thanos. Like, he, he should have gotten a bigger cut. You know what I'm saying? Listen, just be nice, be fair to people. That's all I want to say. Here comes here comes Tom. Alright, so, I agree with you about Jim Starlin. Okay. He should have gotten more cheddar for his right. creation of Thanos and then using Thanos. Right. But these clowns... Good start. ...who are in the, uh, you know, Stan Lee camp, uh, the Steve Ditko camp... Uh-huh. Uh, other deceased, you know. Real quick. Bah, 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 bah. No, what? Don Heck created Iron Man. Okay. Oh, all right. I because I've I've seen Don Heck art and I'm like that guy created Iron Man. Maybe I'm thinking two different Don Heck. Sorry, continue. But he his <clears throat> estate is also suing. So, here's the thing. You guys, your the estate, and big fucking air quotes. Okay. Are lucky you're seeing a fucking dime. Okay. You didn't fucking put pen to paper. Sorry to break it to you. You had... These characters were created well before you were even a twinkle in your parents' eyes or your uncle's eyes or whatever. You should be kissing Marvel's feet. The fact that they are even giving you a glance at any money. Okay? Hate to break it to you. Do you deserve a little more? Maybe. But you know what? Too bad. Because, like I said, you're not the one that created these iconic characters. You are not the one who put your sweat, your tears, your, you know, your blood into these characters. You are nothing. You deserve what you get. And I am sure what you're being given is a significant amount. So stop with this nonsense and just be happy with what you're getting. And that's all I got to say. Okay. Uh, should we just move on from that? Or are we going <laughs> to move into another half hour debate? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> um... I mean, you just, Tom, I feel like you just kind of shot your own self in the foot because you heard about the stuff with, with Jim Sterling and he was not given a fair shake. So and who, I agreed with you. Right. But who's to say that, like, if Steve Ditko was still alive, if Jack Kirby was still alive, if Stan Lee was still alive, they'd be getting as fair of a shake as all these other executives making money moves. 
See, that's really what I'm talking about. I'm talking more of like the eat the rich situation. It's the same sense. Scarlett Johansson is very well off, yet she sued Walt Disney Pictures and, and by association Marvel Studios because of the way that her contract was handled or mishandled due to the release of Black Widow. But whose fault was that? Was that her agent's fault? Okay. Or her manager's but I'm fault? Not, but I'm not talking about her in... in Specifically, I just brought her up as an example. But no, I, we're talking about creators. Okay. We're not talking about act, right. a, a, actors. Right. Or so the U.S. copyright law, as of now, talks about anybody who has created these characters, uh -huh. their estate... I mean, the whole reason why they're suing is because they want to get the copyrights back. And they have all rights to do so with the law in question. However, what Marvel... Marvel Comics, not necessarily Walt Disney, not Marvel Studios, etc., etc., Marvel Comics... Is now counter suing, and again, this is all just fucking. They fought, this is all just well this is all just commonplace with all these fucking. You know, the whole reason why everybody's talking about this is because it's like, oh my god, Spider Man's getting fucking. Getting, Marvel's not gonna have Spider Man. That's not the case. We're all getting these characters. It's fine. But Marvel Comics is like, no, these characters were created under work for hire, which is what. So they're my characters. They're not. But that's the issue. Everything needs to be taken case by case. These self-important, entitled little brats who probably just want more money for their fucking meth habit, who the fuck knows, uh -huh. are now all of a sudden be like, hey, I should be getting more money. Now, fuck you. I really don't know what gonna, stance you're taking. I'm gonna get I really don't know. I'm gonna I, mean, get I don't know if you're trying to be like very pro-Marvel or just anti- uh, I don't like the people trying to get money. I don't like the fact that all of a sudden this bullshit. Well, is again, coming. all all this all this stuff happens all of a sudden because because people build a case. Let me tell you about the U.S. legal system, Tommy. Talk about building cases. I know. So about the if US somebody, legal do, you if, know, do, do, do you know how many funds I have across uh, 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 across the seas? That are tied up. Whoa, right now. Hey, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. Ixnay on the Unsfe. Um, Why we are able to record it. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. Ixnay on the Recording Ray studio. Well, um, It's just. It's silly. It's, it's all just something that Marvel could have just squashed out and just paid him more money. That's it. That's really all, all it's about. You know? honestly, it's about gonna, just equal sharing around. of wealth, nation. Eat the rich, nation. They're going to turn around and get these little crybaby bitches, you know, 40% more. That'll probably be the case. Or, or, I mean, what's going to happen is if, they could, if they're going to own the characters, quote-unquote, which isn't going to happen, are you okay? Oh, oh no! If they're I gonna, drink. if they're gonna own the characters, which is not gonna happen because you know you're dealing with corporations that have right. more money. Um, if they if they somehow win, they're just gonna turn around and sell the characters back. That's that's really it. You I know what I mean? See Steve Ditko's fucking like they're not great, gonna be great grandkid fucking trying to draw Spider-Man like a jabroni. No, he's not. He's going to he he is going to sell that character out to somebody who can draw it and then get paid more Hopefully than not. he would with Marvel. Hopefully not character. Oh boy. Anyway, <laughs> let's move the fuck on. Now we've gotten on the top. Tom likes to fucking segue in the shit he hates. And he hates the Romitas. Moving on, Tommy. What else do we have You're in the Blitzkrieg news? Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. Movies. Oh. oh. 
No, oh, man. Tom's not on a high horse right now. God damn it. Uh, uh huh. No, Continue. I can't. So, a vampire movie that is very near and dear to my heart. Interesting. Vampires. Very near and dear. Yes. And I Bram Stoker is Dracula. Well, yes. But another vampire movie that is very near and dear to my what heart. What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. But another one. Interview with the Vampire. Yes, but You're a big vampire, one. Mark. I, that I, one Stephen King one. Salem's Lot. Sla Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. The Lost Boys uh -huh. is being remade. Okay. No, okay. Oh. This okay. is a travesty <gasps> okay. in movie history. Okay. This, mo this is one of those movies that do not need to be remade. Okay. It is fine the way it is. Let's not give it a little fucking twitty twitty one tweak where we can't call the vampires and they don't have fangs. Oh my god. Like, just don't remake it. Okay. I will What if they do a shot for shot remake? I will like actually that? sign a petition to have this movie stopped. Oh my god. I've, now we're talking about cancel culture. I've stopped I, I I've signed petitions to stop having the crow remake re, uh, made several times. Okay. Because that's another movie that is just perfect the way it is. Does right. not need to be touched. Jason Momoa actually walked away from that, that remake. Because he was just like, This is horrible. Right. I mean, I would feel the same way about, like, Back to the Future or something, so... Well, I mean, they could remake it good. I don't know, that's just your stupid opinion, but okay. <laughs> no, I like Back to the Future. I just like saying that shit just to get your goat. I don't think you do like Back to the Future. Uh, did I or did I not, when we were at a bar, take over the cable box and turn it back on? I feel like you were, like, trying to turn it off. No! Failed. They uh, turned on the basketball game. Oh, and well, I, yeah. I mean, and I took sports. over and, and I took over the cable box right. while you and I were sitting at the bar, and I fucking took... And I put on Back to the Future. Fair. Uh, All right. All right? So, yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean you like it. That means you just like it more than basketball. Oh, and don't fuck with people. Right. <laughs> I like fucking with people more. Yes, you do. Uh, but yeah, this movie does not need to be remade. You still need uh, to see this movie. I have never seen this movie. I'll wait for the remake. I'm what gonna shove <laughs> fucking this microphone square That's up gone, your Tom, fucking baby. ass. No, don't do that. Because you fucking deserve it, you asshole. Moving on. Fantastic Beast Secrets of Dumbledore coming 4-15-2022. Did you see the first one yet, Tom? I don't remember. I've seen them both. I've seen the first two. It works here. This is the third one. Right, okay, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah they were right. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's More Harry Potter. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't know if Johnny Depp's going to be in it. No, he's not. Um, he's going to be... I think he was recast by somebody. Well, I know... He doesn't get cancel culture. I know Johnny over. Depp has actually said cancel culture is just ridiculous. Like cancel culture well, because canceled. he got canceled and well, turned out that he shouldn't have gotten can canceled well, that's because, because That's because dumbasses don't do fucking research Right, see, it's all they about they understanding. It's shut all about up, understanding. Shut up. No, but no, you're, we're saying the same thing. You're way more aggressive than I am. I but, feel like, like you're going after see, me about my that, whole Marvel thing. No, that's your upbringing. That's fine. I can't control that. That's your past, Tom. I can't control that. That's just the person who you are now. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's all about understanding. That's it, you know? Like, the, the, like, like, you know, I don't want to get into that. But yes, I think it's uh, Mads Mikkelsen, I think, is going to be uh, taken over as uh, Grindelwald. Great. Can't wait to see how they're going to make him 
have something wrong with his eyes in this one. It'll, it'll happen. Yep. Moving on. Wait, what, was something wrong with his eyes in Rogue One? I can't remember. Yeah, well, you got fucking blown up. <laughs> real hard, real hard to have something good with your eyes. Or you get blown up by a fucking X-wing. <laughs> Are you good? You want me to take over? <laughs> yeah, you got blown up. You got blown up. Trailer talk. Oh, Halloween trailer talk. Kills. Halloween kills. Didn't man. see it. Oh, this looks great. Does I, it? I, I can't wait, man. Good. I, I, I really Halloween can't. is your baby. We're gonna. Alright, so I'm gonna tell you right now, brother. Okay. To watch these Halloween movies coming out, uh -huh. you only need to watch Halloween. Which I saw last Rootober. Mm hmm. Halloween 2. Did not see last Rootober. Halloween 2018. Oh, okay. Is that the one Busta rhymes in it or no? No. Okay. I don't. I don't know. And ho and, and this Halloween. Busta Rhymes wouldn't have been in a movie in 2018. Because, I can't believe I just said that. Because apparently, I'm about it. these Halloween movies that are coming out kind uh -huh. of erases the whole Halloween franchise. Right. Which okay. I have the box set of Halloween. Okay. Anytime, man. I don't care if it's Rootober, Tom Vember, um, December, Sherm December. I don't give a fuck. That wouldn't be December, no. No. Yeah. A Shrapel. Santa December. Shrapel. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Oh, I gotta go take a shrapel. <laughs> I got attacked uh, on the train. It was a shrapel. Yeah. Uh, yep. Phone dead. Yep. 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 No. No. <laughs> so. Soundboard is dead. D um. Very fucking cool. The word rape is in there. That's why I don't sound. I don't. Shrapel doesn't sound good. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't That's even think why. of that. Well. Um. Anyway! So it looks good? It's a good trailer? It looks cool. Right, Anytime cool. you want to watch Island movies, I'm down. I'll bring them next fucking week when, when we just chill. Okay, great. It's Rootober at that point, so hell yeah. I'm okay with that. Slasher movies roll, are fantastic, along with vampire movies. Slasher movies, you know, I have a, I have a better respect for after seeing Halloween last year. Mm -hmm. Cool. Moving on. Uh, where the fuck are we? TV! Uh, TV. Haley Atwell to voice Lara Croft a Netflix anime series. Cool. Another yep. fucking Tomb Raider shit. Yep. Moving on. Anthony Mackie to star and executive produce in a Twisted Metal metal uh, Twisted Metal series. Yeah. I hope he plays Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is the only... Name another character from Twisted Metal. Oh, my God. I, I And I'm saying name. Don't be like, oh, that one guy. No, I know, I know. I, 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 it's Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is our mascot, I basically. know, but I know the fucking... God, I'm drawing a blank. It doesn't matter. See, that's that's kind of the point. I know, I know, I know. And I'm kicking myself in the ass because it's, it's one that I always played as. Right. He, like, he drove a muscle car. Right. Um, Let's see. That, or I played as the guy who had giant wheels as <laughs> arms. <laughs> I thought I dreamed that. That was a guy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, no, totally so I was, was not a guy. Sony guy, yeah. but, like, I remember seeing Doll that. Dollface. Dollface? Twisted Metal Black. She okay. she had a, a legit dollface locked on her. Okay. And her ending is, like. They should just go straight horror, then. At that oh, point. I hope they, they do. Fucking, it's called Twisted Metal. So, you know, you've got a weird clown with a fucking flaming head uh, driving an ice cream truck. That's horror movie. Don't try to diversify. Spawn proof and point. Yeah. <laughs> ice cream man are horrible. Uh, moving on to trailer talk for, yes. for TV. Hawkeye. What'd you think, Tommy? I've heard good things. I saw the trailer. I can't wait. 
Uh, neither can I. I am um, I and I heard people were like, "Wow, that was a really good trailer." So it's like, and I've people had, were like, "Who poo poo on Marvel?" Because it's the thing to do. I've had people. I've had uh, someone poo poo on it. It was like, eh, "I don't like the fact that they're putting his family in there and blah blah blah." His fam? Well, I mean, you you kind of have to. Well, well, like they're like, "That's not how it was done in the comics." That's that's called stakes. And I'm, that's called like and I'm just, reason to do the thing. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. He didn't have a family in the comic. Right. Like, like in 616, Hawkeye doesn't have a family. Right. Right. In the Ultimate Universe, yes, he has a family. Right. Which is, which is what a lot of. Murdered. Which the MCU kind of takes a lot of a lot of uh, inspiration from more. The Ultimate. A nice mixture, I would a say. Yes, a nice mixture. I'd say yes. a nice mixture of yes. 616 and the Ultimate Universe. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, trying to talk to, you know, people who are like, man, that's my opinion. I don't want to hear yeah, your there's opinion. No way, there's no way. It's all about understanding. Which I let you talk it. about your opinion. Yeah, you let me talk about it. Yeah, I allowed it. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I dug it. Cool. I think it's very good. Gonna be cool. We're gonna see more trick arrows, which I I love. Right. Um, Haley Steinfeld uh, is gonna be playing Kate Bishop. She sure is. We're gonna. I. This is just more and more of. Young Avengers. We're going to start to see more and more Young Avengers. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing Hulkling pop up somewhere. Right. Maybe in the She-Hulk show. I mean, Hulkling is like a scroll. He it? is, but he always took the form of Hulk. Right. Because I think that was like his favorite hero or okay. some shit like that. Okay. So, gotcha. Um, I'm sure somehow we're going to see Vision, a uh, Young Vision. Oh, it's Vision. Uh, it's Vision, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get Vision. Uh, It'll happen, yeah. We, well, we, 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 well, we talked... Vision was Kang. Right, but we talked about it. I thought Iron Lad was Kang. Iron Lad, that's fine. Okay. I meant, but I... we'll get, like, again, it might not be, like, straight up the Young Avengers, but it will be a Young Avengers team. We already got Eli. With, with Kate Bishop and and uh, the Patriot and um, uh, fucking probably Kid Loki. I don't know. They're going to do something with, with a younger group. To, to make them, you know, to, to, to stretch that even even further. Stature, they already recast Scott Lang's kid for Quantumania. So, like, you know, it's going to happen. So, next trailer. Next trailer. Hit Monkey. Did you see this? I I totally meant to. Okay. How does it look? It looks fine. Yeah. It's, 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 what's weird is that there's still, I think it's a lot of, like, contractual shit that, like, Marvel Studios made with Hulu. So, it's like... Cause like this hey, shit would this shit would have gotten fair. Exactly. No, it 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 it's gonna be shit like that where it's not gonna be really like you know like the Marvel Studios stuff like the WandaVision and Loki and Falcon and the Soldier. That's all canon. That's all MCU canon, I should say. Now with the multiverse, who the fuck knows? But these other things were just like, oh, we're gonna make a show about Modok. Tee hee. This is going right. to be the same thing. It's going to be like, oh, it's a, sh it's a thing with a hit monkey. Great. It's got Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Munn. Oh, cool. And a monkey uh, as an assassin. Whatever. I don't know. Shrug. I mean, hit monkey. I mean, it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. Um, it's not something I really just, I, I'm really dying to watch. Yeah. Like, he is a good side character for Deadpool. And Deadpool's not even like a like a main eventer. Hey, I mean, hey, he is. Hey, he makes a lot careful, of money. Careful what you say about Deadpool. You, you're going to get us canceled. Say. You know what I mean? But he's just like he's just like, yeah. oh, that's cool. But it's like you don't need a whole fucking show about this guy. Okay, I just recently watched Deadpool too, man. 
Oh no! Why? Why did you do that to yourself? And I, I, I dug it, but it I know how odd. it did to you. I'm sitting there. I'm like sitting there. I'm watching it. Uh huh. With, with the roommates. Uh huh. And I'm like, fuck Fire Fist. Fire Fist. Fucking Rusty. Oh, That's the what the, the, the big boy. Yeah. I loved. I I love what they did with Juggernaut. Yes. By Juggernaut, I think it was great. Yes. Um, I do like, you know... A lot of those stuff to do with Domino. Yeah, yeah. Domino, Domino was, was cool. good. I thought Cable was good. Um, I do uh, like the fact that Brad Pitt was the Vanisher. Yes. Uh, Brad Pitt was the Vanisher. Um, I the, hated the, the fucking, like, boxing helmet that Shadows that Shadow Star wore. Well, he wears that in the fucking comics, basically. Well, no, not anymore. Actually, but, like, the, 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 the typical X... No, like, Force. Force. Damn it, I was this close to saying it. Which, it. holy... Uh, I'm, I'm going to get... In, in, into into that with uh oh what you've been up to oh shit all right yeah. so um yeah moving on Tom we also got let's wrestling wrestling AEW teams up with uh the Owen Hart Foundation this is this is fucking huge this is awesome yeah um I despite my feelings of Owen Hart and how he dealt with breaking Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck right. Not reaching out to him, right. not seeing how he was. Um, how he passed was horrible. Despite how you feel about the WWE machine, it was horrible. Um, whether it was his fault, Vince's fault, the man passed, and that sucks. Um, but then the AEW turns around and they're like, "We're gonna team with their with the foundation and have a tournament." And I. As soon as I saw a tournament, I was like, hard. Right. I was fucking just, yup, there's, there's my dick. It's hard. Right. Yep. Um, oh, there it is. Yup. Yep. Bing! Yep. That, that was the sound of me. Yep. Um, I'm very big on tournaments. Yes, you are. Which, I don't, they haven't said if it's a tag tournament or a singles tournament. I'm sure it's a singles tournament. I'd imagine it's a singles, yeah. yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. Very huge. Um, I know his horrible wife made the announcement, I think. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, his wife is... I, I'm not not a fan. And I get <sighs> why she's... all about understanding. And I understand, but Do I don't like you? it. Okay. Okay. So then why can't you just respect it and be like, that's why your thoughts, man. Why can't I express myself without you neutering me? So now we're now we're turning into your own self rights and not everybody learning. From anyway, each other. it's very cool that they are doing this. Yes, because this is definitely something that WWE won't do no. or can't do because there's a lot of animosity yep. from Owen Hart's widow and the children he left because of the stunt performed and. I don't know if any of his kids are into this. I don't think so either. I said I don't know. Oh, I they I don't believe they are. Um, but the the thing is, it's that now AEW, in addition to trying to give not trying but also succeeding to giving the wrestling fans what they want, they're trying to give the wrestling business what it needs. I was gonna it say, it's like more importantly, giving. But it need it needs to just be better and grow and learn and understand. I agree. That's really what it's all about. Nathan. But at the same time, 
time. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know why you can disagree with something so poignant and smart and just well put together. Why can't they kind of do a tournament for, like... I'm going to be honest. I didn't do research on the Owen Hart Foundation. Okay. I don't know what it does. Me either. I'll be but honest. But why not just kind of, like, do... Set up... Like, do a tournament and set up a Brody Lee Foundation where for, like, cancer research and such. Um... For fair, a I don't know. Star that fair, I don't know. Under your banner, right? But I, 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 Tom, I don't as know. opposed to a star that didn't pass under your banner, right? But who is a legend in? The I business. understand that, right. but so is Brody Lee. I think Brody Lee's legacy has, um, has been handled fine. Yeah, no, because I again, it, it is very, it, it is much more recent of his passing than just, Owens. Right, and you know, like his son is is going to be in the video game, and you know, his son is, you know, in, you know, he 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 shows up from time to time. They're going to be in Rochester in a couple weeks, um, so his memory is still alive and well. Big E fucking uh, alluded to him when he won the WWE Championship, so his memory is still alive and well. Owens, I still got to watch that promo. Owens might have diminished because again, it's a time. That's it's really it, it happens so much longer than than Brody's. Can't wait till AEW fucking rolls old ass Bret Hart out. Oh, he will be there. Oh my god, he will be there. Yeah, he'll 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 fucking. Uh, All right, cool. we have nothing in Blitz, nothing else in Blitzkrieg. We're done. We're Blitzkrieg. Tommy, so I don't want to alarm you, but I know once Morbius dropped you back off. Dropped me? You fucking dropped me from the fucking rafters like a piece you, of you ha- fucking you have, meat. You got you got something on your neck. Yeah, like is it is it blood? Yeah. It's totally Are you blood. sure? Yeah. It's nothing else. Uh, it's pro- it, 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 he likes to he likes to put condiments on us when he. Oh well, that's good. He he practices safe. You know, condiments. eating. Oh oh okay. So it's it's, it's ketchup. Oh, ketchup! Let's ketchup. Let's ketchup with your boys. We boys ketchup. Um, that was nice. That was good, right? What have you been up to? You missed the one I did. Uh, you hit like the plate. No, I, I threw. I I you were upstairs. Oh, okay. and I so threw I it, and I threw it in, and it fucking actually circled. That sounds rim. made up. That sounds made up. Um, so what I've been up to really mostly. I want to talk about is WarioWare. Get it together. The new WarioWare. Ah! <laughs> it's like a vampire Wario. That's why I like Wario. Which Wario exists. Laugh. Yep. Wario. Wario. Where? Get it together. It came out for the Switch. Um, it's oh. it's a little different than the regular WarioWare games. WarioWare games are just kind of like... The WarioWare games are just like, you know, it gives you like a verb and you do it. And then it's, it's micro games. It's oh, like, you know, five seconds. Just do the fucking thing. Boom, 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 boom. What Get It Together does a little differently is that you actually control a character on screen to perform the action that it's asking you to do within the micro game. Um, but not all characters are the same. So like Wario, in, in uh, for example, he uh, he can move around the screen freely. He's got a little jetpack action. 
and you press A, and he does like a like a burst, like like a like a charge, like he used to do in the uh, the Game Boy games, like a, like a shoulder charge, you know, like a John Cena would, you know, Tom, because you look a little lost right now. All right, cool. I'm uh, listening. <laughs> Fuck. So I'll put it this way: there's an I'm example. Fucking days right now. There's an example I'll give a micro game. It's like you, what you have to do is you have there's a tube of toothpaste, toothpaste and a toothbrush, and you have to kind of like. Squeeze the toothpaste onto the toothbrush. Okay, sounds pretty simple enough. In any other video game, you'd like press the A button, like like you know, like ba 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 ba, like hit it, and then it would squeeze the toothpaste onto the toothbrush. Cool. If you were playing as Wario doing that, you would have to run up to the toothpaste tube, press A, and kind of like smash into it so it squeezes out the toothpaste. All right. But if you're playing as any other character, you kind of have to like reconfig reconfigure how you think. Okay. Of how to do the game and then do the game. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it could be just my old man brain right now, but like... Oh, really? Yeah, it it, kind of sucks. I'm getting old, buddy. But, like, it's... You know, I'm in my late 30s. You should probably just... I probably... Yeah, I really should. Um, But, like... It's over! It is, yeah. No, it's... Why am I even... What am I even doing here? Um... But it, it's a little, it's a little complicated. Can't you know? I mean, WarioWare started off as very simplistic, like you know, just press the A button or the D pad, boom, 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 boom. Then they added twist. Okay. Then they added like uh, twist controls. Yep, I understood. Twist controls, touch screen, and gestures for the Wii version. And then it's like, man, I don't know. It's like you gotta like, you gotta see what you gotta do. You gotta realize the character you have. Then you gotta use their shit. To do the thing, which also might not work sometimes, because you think that like, oh, this character hops around, that's good enough. But no, they also shoot fucking throwing stars, and so then you got to worry about that. It's a whole process. Um, I did. It, it, it's got a lot of charm to it, like all WarioWare games have. It's it's a pretty good package of micro games. Yeah, package. That's yep, all he listens to. He likes listening on packages, and um, I, I liked it. It's not my favorite WarioWare game. Um, and I'm in the minority, and WarioWare Touched is my favorite. Cool. Yeah, moving on. What do you got? <coughs> you okay? You dying? Uh, oh, no. So I finished listening. I can't remember if I listened, if I mentioned this on the last week. Uh, what, what, what you've been up to. Uh-huh. It's called Rude Boys Ketchup, Tom. It's been like that for several episodes. And I had to change that in the notes so you would know that. And clearly, it's not good enough. That's what he hears. Why don't you cancel me, then? Fucking-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah-ah
Very cool. I dug it. It Good. will definitely be a re-listen. Okay. Um, I finally finished the two volumes of Mutant X. Right, yes. We're talking um, this over uh, after hours. Oh, uh, boy. Away from the recording studio. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, Howard Mackey writes the whole series. Okay. He's a fantastic writer. But, like, there's this one part in it where, like, they have Havoc. So, pretty much, Mutant X is Havoc dies, dies, but his temporal essence gets put into another Havoc in another alternate reality who is also dying at that same time. Okay. So, there's one part where he's talking to that reality's Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's sitting there drinking coffee and, like, you know, the narrator box is like, oh, and, you know, Havoc has always sat, you know, has sat there waiting to hear about, you know, people he has in the field since he was the leader of X-Force. And I'm like, God damn it. I was like, that's Chris. I was like, that's some Chris shit right there. And I'm like, God damn you, Howard Mackie. Are you listening to mine and my co-hosts and best friends? Maybe you are. Fucking conversation. Howard Mackie, we'd love to have you on our podcast. Please, hit us up. On our social media, which we will advertise at the end of the show. Or we'll, we can advertise it right now. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash RudeBoys469. Facebook.com forward slash RudeBoys469. Slide into those Instagram DMs over at Instagram.com forward slash RudeBoys469. We got that RudeBoys469 brand down pretty good. Once we get the, the YouTube URL, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. don't worry. Don't but, you worry. Um, I don't want to talk too much about Mutant X. Yeah, no, it sounds pretty... Because uh, that's going to be... Uh, you're going to absolutely shit on it. I'm a Havoc fan, though. So. But the thing is, the uh-huh. art jumps around a lot. Mm, and I know you're yeah, a lot... You're, it's got to be just good. You're a big artist. You're, 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 it's good? I like the pretty pictures. It is good, but there are parts where even I'm like... And I'm, and I'm sitting there, I was like... Man, you know, next fucking, you know, trading the bags. Chris is just gonna shit all over this art. Uh, we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But you know, ha- I mean, Havoc. I've always been more of a Havoc fan over fucking Cyclops. Yes, I agree. I but, just think it's more an interesting powers too. It's essentially the it's same the same shit. thing, but it's like one has the eyes. Yeah, it's just different. Also, like it was just portrayed better, I think, with Havoc. We don't have to get into it. I think I like Havoc more because it's like the whole like younger brother. <laughs> yeah, well, you're getting psychological now. Alright. Oh, what else you been up to, Tommy? I'm just fucking Final Fantasying it up. Right. Um, I've actually been playing 15. Believe it wow. or not. I, mainly because Final, well, Final Fantasy 14 did a um, an event with that ties with Final Fantasy 15. Okay. So, like, this event is you can get the car from Final Fantasy XV as a mount, as uh-huh. a four-person mount. So you can have you and three other people. Um, and you can get the uh, main character, uh, no- uh, Noctis. You can get his uh, costume. Right, okay. Uh, you know, I mean, you gotta, like, go, like... You gotta like, work for it. Right, you gotta work, you gotta work for it. I mean, I only got it on two characters because I was just, like... There was one character I just couldn't get it on because I just kept dying, and I was like, "All right, enough." Like, I died five times. I was like, "All right, 
Fuck you, you're we're done. done. I'm done. You're done now. I got exactly. you. Exactly. Alright, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, you know I've been wanting that car for a while, yes. so. Yes. And then, like, you know, I was just, I, 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 I just been flying around the realm in it. Listen, you're still playing the game, which is, uh, I, I, I dig. I respect that for you. You're you know? surprised. No, because I, I think a game like that, like a live service game where it, it has updates and there's just a ton of it for you to kind of dive into. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was a Batman game like that, you know, it'd be like, yeah, of course you would like that, you know? Like, I, but this is... I do get a little overwhelmed where I actually kind of have to step away. Okay. Because there's so much to do. Right. And I'm just kind of like, I just... I need to step back. Right. Like, you know, yeah, like... Sense. It happens. I really haven't... I, I haven't touched it in, like, two days. Right. Because I'm just kind of like... I know where I'm at. And right. I got you. So I hear you. That's what I've been up to. All right, cool. And that's what uh, your boys have been up to. Yeah. Castlevania, a little series that we hold deep, deep in the cockles of our hearts. Yes. 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 We did a whole Castlevania episode. Not a whole Castlevania episode. We talked about Castlevania. We did a Castlevania chat. Yes, chat. Exactly. In the prototype uh, Rude Boy's Power Hour, which was the Rude Boy's Gamecast, mm -hmm. episode four, Pretty Boy Vampire Baby, which, again, like I said earlier in the show, you should all listen to because it's all it's it's still good. It still holds up. Yeah. But it's it's a loosey-goosey conversation about our love for Castlevania. Yeah, when we were in Rude Boy's Gamecast, that was more you tugging yourself, being like, I love video games. And, and I wanted to I take Tommy for the ride. Yeah, we talked about fighting games. You and loved that episode. You loved that episode. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, episode. that's, I think, why you loved that episode. <laughs> that was, what, our second? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Big fight feel. Um, oh, fuck you, Octopus, yes. Oh, All man, right. that fucking episode, man. Well, we could go on and on about how great we are, but let's maybe take a, take a step and talk about how great Castlevania is. Yes. Because Castlevania is hitting a big-time anniversary, 35 years. I had to do the math real quick on my head. came out uh, September 26th for the Famicom uh, disc system. I'm not too sure. Tom, believe me, I've got it all written down note-wise. You, next to you, have a book from uh, Hardcore Gaming 101, yes. which I love. Yeah. And it's a good book to peruse. It's got yeah. a whole bunch of Castlevania oh, and different things. i yeah. it all recording. Yep. I won't read from it. All right, so that's why I gave that to you, and that's why I just have the structure of the episode. Chris. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's not a good episode. I get it. But it's the only time you read. Um. Yeah. True. Um. So, but it's not the only time I drank, because Tommy, we've got a refill of Bloody Tears, and some nice little wine glasses, mm -hmm. like one Vlad Tepish would drink from, mm -hmm. and we also have another drink, Tommy. What's this? So Tommy, Chrissy? who's who's in my mouth? Who's in your mouth? Who's in my mouth? Yes, that this is a uh, this is a shot called uh, Dracula's Blood. Again, Blah. gotten from the Drunken Moogle t uh, Tumblr page. Just search for Drunken Moogle. It gets a whole bunch of video game related cocktails going on. This is one part raspberry schnapps, one part blood orange puree, which I had on hand, usually blood orange juice, and one part fireball whiskey. We've had so. it chilling. Yeah, we've had it chilling. Um, I had a little. Fireball is in here since vampires don't like fire. Yeah, but they have fire stuff. Like, I mean, Dracula himself does this big fireball attack, as I'm seen in the anime, as seen in the video games. I'm just saying, you know, vampires usually. What? But anyway, here. 
Here, let's clink it up. Clink it up. Shot it up. That's pretty good. The blood orange makes it. And you get a hint of that cinnamon. Up, oh, up. Oh, oh no. Tommy's refined palate. What talk, talk me through it. Talk me through the journey you're taking. Talk talk to me through the journey through Wallachia you're taking to get to Castlevania, aka Dracula's Castle. Uh oh. What do you got? Oh, there uh, you go. <laughs> Enough said, ladies and gentlemen. No, you definitely no, what do you got? taste the uh, blood orange puree. Yes, I think that, that, that really overpowers it. Um, if it was juice, it could be different. Don't get me wrong. But... I'm sure it would be because you definitely... Yeah, it's definitely... It, puree is syrupy. thicker than juice, yeah. Um, you you get that cinnamon taste. Right. You don't really taste the raspberry, though. No. Yeah. But that's plenty, right. plenty of raspberry in this bloody tears drink, let me tell you. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm just got to get the, the little uh, milliliters left in the cup. No, I'm trying to figure out what's at the bottom of the glass. Oh, I have no idea. I think that shot glass I got from uh, Lake George. So it might be an inscription or something for a logo from their shop or some shit. I don't fucking know. But you know what I know about? Looks stupid. Castlevania. Yeah. Castlevania. Castlevania. So the, the, the members of the Rune Nation that are with us right now who are a little bit on the younger sect, um, the, the, the company Konami probably means nothing to them. No. You know what I mean? Konami kind of exited the uh, video game industry as a big-time player once Metal Gear Solid V came out. Um, and they've had a, a couple things here and there, but, like, they were known for licensed games back in the NES mm -hmm. era. Your uh, beat-em-ups, like your Simpsons, your Ninja Turtles, yes. um, stuff like that. L Looney Tunes, I think they had their hand did in a little bit. Uh, they did X-Men, yes, X-Men beat-em-up. Uh, we did a beat-em-up episode. Go look for that. I was not prepared. Yeah, we did. Huh. Um, they did that. They had uh, their spooky, spooky franchise, which Tom uses to fall asleep, ASMR style, Silent Hill. <sighs> Metal Gear Solid, which never really hit its own stride until the PlayStation 1 era. Mm -hmm. Contra, which Tom is a fan of. The Contra. running and gunning and shit. Uh, Sparkster. Anybody remember Sparkster? What? Exactly. Um, and then uh, Pro Evolution Soccer. So that's really wow. the thing that's been keeping them afloat. Uh, they bought Hudson, so they have Bomberman, so they got all that shit. But we are here to talk about Castlevania. Uh, we're gearing up for Rootober. It's a bunch of spooky shit. Let's talk about Castlevania. And it's the anniversary. Big time anniversary, Tommy. It really is. Like 86, baby. Castlevania hits the Famicom in Japan. Mm -hmm. And then later, this, the NES in America. America. What was the first... So, I know we talked about this in a previous episode. Uh -huh. What was the first Castlevania game you played, Tom? Because you were, you were playing video games before I was. Right. Did you play the Some original? Ones. The um, Holy Trilogy? I definitely played the first one. Okay. Um, And then I kind of... I didn't know of Castlevania 2 or right. 3. Simon's Quest and Dracula's Curse? Yep. Correct. Okay, I had to um, then check myself. I, but, okay, so, so as far as those three are concerned, you played the first one. All right, so the first one was very linear, uh -huh. sort of style game, yep. level-based. Yep. It had, like, universal monsters all in public domain. We talked about this earlier. Dracula, Mummy, Medusa, etc., 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 Frankenstein's monster. All characters they could reuse. And yep. it, it's, like, good... Honestly, if that game only existed and no, the series wasn't a thing... First off, we wouldn't be talking about this. But, like, that that's, like, fun... Halloween game. Yeah. You know, you're a vampire killer trying to kill Dracula. You're running into all these other monsters. 
the end, you Correct. know? Yep. But the game evolved. The game took took more. So uh-huh. with, with the other um, instances of this game, with uh, Simon's Quest, Castlevania Two, which came out in 1987, a uh-huh. year later, and then 1989 was Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, yep. it just got bigger and better. And then those three games fell into that whole part, so like... Super Mario Brothers 2, as far as the, the, the Rude Nation knows about it, the American sect of the Rude Nation knows about it, a little bit different than Super Mario Brothers 1. Legend of uh, Zelda 2, I should say, a little bit different than Legend of Zelda 1. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Simon's Quest did more of like an open world sort of style of yeah. thing. It was very like, a lot of people didn't get it, nor, I mean, the translation also is, is very like uh, notoriously bad. Doesn't right. tell you. Doesn't give you enough information. No, doesn't no. doesn't tell you to. You have to squat while holding the red ruby at the fire at, at the at the waterfall, and a tornado picks you up. A lot of this stuff was remedied in recent, more recent releases, but like, it was wild. Like people weren't like, "Whoa, what the fuck is this?" Like, I can go. I can go. I just go from like, like town to town to town, and then castle to castle to castle, trying to resurrect Dracula what? to kill him. Because that's a good idea, right? Let's resurrect Dracula just to kill him. Right. Yeah, resurrecting Dracula is never a good. Thing. No, never a good thing. And then you get but Dracula three, uh, Dracula three, Castlevania three, mm-hmm. Dracula's Curse, similar idea of the first one, where it just let's blow up what we did in the first game, similar to you know Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo, but similar to Super Mario Brothers three. Yep. Let's blow up Super Mario Brothers and let's just do it bigger and better. Castlevania three did the same thing. Yep. Introduces uh, Trevor Belmont, which is a predecessor or an ancestor ancestor to Simon Belmont. Uh, you got Sifa, you got Alucard, you got Grant the Nasty. A lot of this adaptation was adapted to the Netflix anime that was fantastic. Yeah. And we talked and about it in a previous this episode. This was our first introduction of uh, Pretty Boy Vampire. Yep, exactly. Alucard. Which, who, he wasn't really a Pretty Boy Vampire no, at the he time. Was, he, was a little, he was a little gruesome. Yeah, he was kind of a monster. Yeah, because they were just like... Uh, and again, a lot of this stuff is... I don't know... What they pull from lore, like vampire lore, or Bram Stoker, Dracula lore, or Mary Shelley lore, but like, uh, but like they brought in Dracula's boy, Dracula's baby boy, yeah. Alucard, which by the way is Dracula well, spelled backwards. Yes, I oh, mean, he, you know, Let's he was actually sure based that. off, like, kind of pulled from uh, Son of Dracula. Oh, well, he is uh, the movie. son of Dracula. Oh, gotcha. What about the movie Dracula Dead and Loving It? No. They didn't bring that in? No. Okay, that's that's, that's a missed opportunity. Tom's stunned right now. Uh, so the NES trilogy, um, I think is, is where a lot of people it, it, like hold, still hold near and dear to their hearts. Mm-hmm. Like Castlevania. Two was a little bit of a misstep, but still loved in people's eyes. People yeah. love three, people love the first one. It's great. I played the first one. I played the first three on, like, Wii U Virtual Console. Uh, but I think I tried to play the first one on the Game Boy Advance. Like, it was like a, a re-release, like an NES Classic sort okay. of thing, where they would re-release NES games. So. See, for me, it goes Castlevania. Uh-huh. And then Castlevania Adventures. Right, okay, so around the same time, Tommy, they were doing Castlevania games for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, game Boy. Game Boy. Game Boy, yeah, yes, yeah. Game Boy. 89, they did Castlevania the Adventure. Um, I couldn't tell you when they did Adventure 2. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, in 1991, because it, it was yes. an adventure. It was just called Castlevania 2, you know, to make things complicated. 
Uh, so uh, 89 was no, the adventure, no, 91 was Castlevania 2, which was the second Game Boy game. It was called Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge. Yeah, uh, okay, well I was going to get to the whole fucking title. Yeah, you, you, you've had twice to get to the whole fucking title, guy. And then Castlevania Legends from 1997 was also a Game Boy game, you motherfucker. Alright, well, look, you know, fucking get there. So the Castlevania games that came up for the Game Boy, Legends... Okay, so- Legends is notoriously decanonized. It, it stars, I believe, like uh, Sonia Belmont, which was presumably like the the first Belmont. She was the one who falls in love with Alucard, who also is in that game, mm-hmm. and that kind of perpetuates the Belmont legacy. I believe Legends, Legends, and Castlevania Two. We'll call that Legends Two. Fuck you. Legends and Legends Two. I think has Christopher Belmont. I believe one of those games is in the Castlevania Classics Collection. That's out on Switch and all goddamn systems on demand. Has some fucking slapping music, let me tell you. And I believe Advent, uh, I'm sorry, Adventure was re-released uh, for WiiWare, hmm. like as a nice cleaned-up version. So, right. so there's ways to. I mean, there's no way to play this game anymore because that game is delisted as shit. I do have it, though, so I might have to stream it and check it out for Rootober. We'll see what happens there, brother, brother. But those games are, are, are still out there. And like I said, Legends was like famously canoni- uh, decanonized. Sonya Belmont, I think, was going to be going for the Dreamcast game, whenever the fuck that was going to happen, but that didn't happen. I think part of it's leaked out there. It's out there, but it's not real. It's not a real game. But we're here to talk about real games, Tommy. So let's talk about the real deal when we get into the 16-bit era. Super Castlevania 4, mm-hmm. which is a remake, reboot, reimagining of the first Castlevania. Are you? You playing on the Super Nintendo uh, online app? Switch. Oh, well, yes. That's collection. what I meant. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, right. Yeah, there. It's it's so yeah. It's one of those things. It's not in the online app. It's in its own little thingy. And uh, Bloodlines. With Bloodlines, I never played. Bloodlines was the Genesis. Uh, was the Castlevania game on the Genesis. You're just going to skip over the train wreck that's haunted castle? What, what was that, a fucking remake? Yeah. The first Castlevania game has been remade several times. It was remade, obviously, for... It, it was on Famicom, for NES. It was remade probably for the MSX, for Arcade, for PlayStation. Like, it, it was remade a whole bunch of times. Uh, we don't have to get into it. They turn uh, Simon Belmont into, like... If you know him from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate... He's a big like, barbarian-looking motherfucker. They turn him into, like, a weird, like, S&M redhead. Fine. And then, like, in Mirror of Fate, they, like, combine the two. Like, he's this big, bulking, yeah, gingery guy. He's black-haired and looks like a barbarian. They, they, they do other things, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm talking about... So, Tom, when you... In that book, when you get to Castlevania Chronicles, he looks like how they want him to look. And then they just pull the plug on that later. Uh, but what are you yeah, going to do? Yeah, and then we get to Judgment, which we did talk about in episode 4. Which was a good time. Um, so, Super Castlevania 4, Tom. What's your thoughts on it so far? Uh, it's a bitch. Uh-huh, yes. How about that Mode 7 graphics, baby? With the fucking spinning hallway I just shit? came across the first spinning, like, rotating room. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I just, I died several times. Thank, okay. God, thank God for save points. Right, yes. Um, Agreed. These games are brutal. And it makes me just just, just, just want to drain the blood from something. Sure. And you're in a good game to play that as a, as a vampire hunter, as a monster slayer. Yeah, you're in a good spot. 
Bloodlines, I haven't played. Did you play play Bloodlines ever? When you were a Genesis kid, you had every fucking system on the man back in the day. You're a rich kid. It's like when you find out Raven was a rich kid. You're like, what? You must have a you must have a Super Nintendo and a Genesis. He did. Yeah, Raven. Yeah, that's canon. That's part of his character. Is it? Late WCW, so don't ask questions. Did you ever play Castlevania Bloodlines? Uh, which one was that? The one that came out for the Sega Genesis. Stop yelling at me. Uh, actually, I have all okay. the Castlevania. Okay, good. Well, any thoughts on it? I haven't touched on it. I want to play it. It's weird because okay. you can't, like, you know, it gives you two different characters you can mm-hmm. play as, and it yep. gives you, like. Wait, hang on. Let me think if I can think of it. It's Eric Lacard and John Morris, I think it is. I couldn't tell you because I don't okay. have my Switch. All right, well, that's all right. Okay, I'm just. For the, for the nerdy members, for the nerdier members of the yeah. Rude Nation are out there. Um, but it's a game I want to definitely play. I, I, obviously, I wasn't a Genesis kid growing up. Um, I like Castlevania now. And, uh, yeah, I, I want to see what they did with the Genesis back in the day. Um, but also, are we got anything else to say about the 16-bit games, Tommy? Before I um, move on to Rondo of Blood, one of I, the better games that everybody thinks was, of. Yeah, I mean, Castlevania Chronicles we touched. And, yep. Yep, so Rondo of Blood came out for the uh, uh, TurboGrafx-16 out in uh, Japan. Oh, well, so then the Japanese equivalent of, because it never hit America. It only hit America in the Dracula X game, which you can now play, unfortunately, in the Castlevania Advance collection on modern consoles, because that was like a Super Nintendo bastardization of a game that came out on a CD, and like, you know, the music was a little little weirder, the game was a little weirder, it was probably a little more harder, whatever. Different games, same idea. Rondo of Blood, though, people fucking love. It was Castlevania starting to kind of, like, evolve itself into what it will become. Uh, it stars Richter Belmont, who's another fan favorite, obviously in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, so people fucking love him. And um, it has branching storylines. It's got, br- like, like different l- exits for levels. It's an evolution of that game, that game style. Um, I never, the only time I, I, I played it, and I think I got the easy path in the Dracula X Chronicles? Was it Dracula X Chronicles? Dracula X Chronicles for the PSP. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the last time I ever touched Rondo and Symphony. So, yeah. Should we just talk about Symphony of the Night? Let's just talk about Symphony yeah. of the Night. Symphony of the Night came out for the PlayStation in 1997. Um,. Symphony of the Night, I mean, kind of just in a in a in a in a time of polygons and flash and flare. Symphony of the Night brought all of that plus just a great game, great style. It's just an amazing open world. I'm not even gonna say the word you don't want me to say. An adventure based style no, platformer. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a legit Metroidvania. It, I mean, it, it, it coined the term. Because, yeah. I mean, Metroid games were doing this prior to Castlevania. Right. But because but, Castlevania brought, like, an RPG level I was up style. Say, Symphony of the Night that's what really brought it. that RPG yes. vibe yes. to it. Yes. Stats um, and armor and weapons and this and that. You got like, to yeah. Play as Alucard. Yes. Um,. Who we haven't seen, I mean, legitimately since uh, Castlevania Three. Yeah. It wasn't Legends, but yeah, you know. I mean, I, I'll never. Great forget. game, great sprite-based game. Obviously, stood out with all the polygon games coming yeah. out at the same time. 
I remember get, like just rolling through the castle when you first get in there and just yeah. fucking kicking ass and then death takes all your shit. Yep. And you're like, oh, man. Which is which is like another Metroid style yeah. trope. Yeah. Which is, but it, but it's good because it's like you were super powered and then you know how super powered you felt yeah. and then you got to take it all away. And you're like, oh shit, right. I gotta get that back. Right. And it's and then, great. No, it's great. And then you think you get it back, but then it's the fucking Alucard shield. Right, Alucard yeah, there's that sword. too, yeah, like the phony baloney shit. You're like, fuck you. Yep. Like, it looks uh, cool, but it ain't the same. I mean, my favorite thing is to do is like standing on steps and like hitting up and having my cape go, go yes. like over my shoulders. Yes. Like, that game was, was also very, like, in the same, because that was around maybe a year before Met- uh, Metal Gear Solid came out. And Kojima was very like in like subversive, if I'm saying that word right, with you know trying to be like, is this a game? Not submissive. Not like he's trying to be not submersive. No, he's trying to be like in your brain. You know, like oh, is this a video game you're playing, or is this real life? You know, like like weird shit. So like when Castlevania does sounds like the word submersive. I think you're just making shit up. Um, So what uh, Koji Urashi who is one of the higher-ups for Symphony of the Night, and his name will be pretty much synonymous with Castlevania games going forward for a bit, he did a lot of stuff where it was like, oh, the rainbow cloak. So you would pick a different color, like pick a different RGB color on the the menu, and you would have a different color cape or the invisible cape, and it would give like this weird like transparent effect for Alucard. Or the sunglasses, which were like really cool-looking sunglasses. Like, that was the description, and it was like, great, cool, no problem, I love it. And the cool thing about it is, like, whatever cape you had on, like, if you turned as the bat, Uh that's what your wings looked like. Exactly, yes. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of care and a lot of touch went into this. If I remember, this might be the first Castlevania game with voiceover? Uh, no, Rondo. Rondo definitely Rondo had, had at least cutscenes okay. and stuff like that, like animated cutscenes. I don't know about in game, especially when it came right. when it was on the MSX or whatever system it was. I'm sorry, um, but Symphony had cutscenes and voice uh, in the game. Right, they were cutscenes, but you know what I mean. Like they weren't like separated. You had yeah. like in game cutscenes. Yes. Um, a fun fact. Yeah, we made we made joke of the 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 fucking ending theme of that. Which we'll hear a little bit right now. No, we're not going to do that. Um, uh, that same uh, singer, she did the the song for Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid Three. Okay. And then she went like in like in hiding, not like on purpose, but like that was all she did. And they they found her. I think like Kotaku or another video game outlet found her and interviewed her. So that's pretty cool. You know, like she was like a friend of somebody in Konami at the time, and then it was like, oh, you have you're a singer. Why don't you sing the song? And then it was like, why don't you sing this other song? So, and I mean, I, I think, like, it's funny that, like, her two songs are, A, are, are, are both from Konami franchises. And they're both pretty, like, like, I, I don't want to say good, but iconic. You know, like, Snake Eater is a fucking phenomenal song. The the ending song for Symphony of the Night is what it is. Um, it's not good. It, but it, 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 you know what? I, I'm not a music man. Um, I, it's not, it doesn't go with no, what, we're, what we're listening to. Not. Um, but we'll talk about Symphony of the Night later. Um, we're talking about Symphony of the Night right now. We're going to talk about Symphony of the Night a little later. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, as the same time that Symphony of the Night is kind of like pioneering 2D mm-hmm. uh, action-adventure exploratory video games. This was also the first game to hit um, Sony consoles. That is correct, yes. 
Yes, I mean, I mean, uh, so, so since Bloodlines, I mean, again, they wanted to make Castlevania games for this and that and everything. Uh, the Castlevania. Um, Bloodlines came out for Sega Genesis. This game came out for Sony PlayStation. But, so Tom, you're basically asking, hey, Castlevania on the n next Nintendo, the Nintendo Ultra 64, what's going on with that? Right? That's what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you. They responded with uh, a game called Castlevania, which people call Castlevania 64. It's just called Castlevania. And because that game wasn't really great, that game was not great, they came out with Castlevania Legacy of Darkness, which was almost like a... So now nowadays, if a game isn't good, they'll either patch it or add DLC or maybe just wipe the slate clean and try to redo okay. it again. That's what this is, is. That's what this is. It's a 3D Castlevania game. Right, which, which should not be. Um, no. Which was no. not the way... Okay, so, so the, the Castlevania 2D... is side-scroller, and that's that. Sorry. Um, I think I, it could work. But the, the problem is... The problem is there's a lot of things that need to... You, you have to you have to do it right. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like trash. But you never played it, though, so who could tell? It looks like fucking garbage, right. and I would never fucking play it. All right, well, you might have to play it one day, because I have Legacy of Darkness. Of course I do. I'm a Castlevania fan. Um, but you're right. So so between the, the, the transition between 2 and 3D, a lot of... A lot of companies didn't know what to do. Like, Nintendo obviously stood strong with their Mario and Zelda franchises. Mm -hmm. um, they like famously didn't know what to do with Metroid, so they had to wait a, 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 a fucking console generation to figure out what to do in 3D. Sega faltered. Whoever the fuck makes Be Bubsy faltered. You know what I mean? Earthworm Jim faltered. Like All these 2D platforming series couldn't cut it in 3D. Uh, and Castlevania, unfortunately, is a casualty to that because yeah, they didn't know what to do. All right, well, they didn't know what to do. Well, All right, they, they wanted to hop on the next big thing, well, they and they didn't know what to do. All right, well, Tom, uh, sorry, buddy. Because you're right, because at this point, you have your 2D Castlevania games and you have your 3D console Castlevania games. Right now, we're talking about 3D Castlevania, and to be fair, the, 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 the least said the better because like it's not, it did not work out for them. So they had to go to the drawing board for the next generation for 3D console. Had to go to what? Drawing board? Okay. Okay. Uh, they had to go back to the drawing board. That is what I said. For their fucking games. But what they ended up doing, they Circle made a couple... Circle Jerk of the Moon. Yep. They, they made a couple uh, Game Boy Advance games. And we talked about earlier in Blitzkrieg News. Uh, they're all available in the Castlevania Advance collection. Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance... And Aria of Sorrow all came out pretty much sequentially. 2001, 2002, 2003. That's what sequentially means. Really? And they are all I in the same sense. You're very welcome. They are all in the same... Talking to me like I was a, a baby vampire boy. Explain it as you would a child. Um, they are all Symphony of the Night style. Open-ish yep. world. Yep. Exploratory. Metroidvania games. Yep. I'm sorry. I said, a, I said a bad word. It's okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Circle of the Moon, I think I played two years ago. Um, I don't think I played that last Rootober. Because it really wasn't working last Rootober. So the, I think I played it last the previous year. So it's 2019. Um, and I played it on my backlit Game Boy Advance, which is dope. That game is tough. Um, a, famously, they developed that game without having actual hardware. 
So they made it very visible, very bright. And then when they realized that the system that it was going to be played on did not have a backlight light, and you couldn't really see what the fuck you were doing, they were like, oh shit, we got to do something different. And so now also famously, Harmony of Dissonance is very bright, very lit up. Your character has a, has a fucking, is highlighted because they want to try to be like, okay, the, the game, you can't see it. And obviously the Game Boy SP came out around that time, so you could see your shit. Um, but Circle of the Moon was, uh, from personal experience, was good. It was a little uh, archaic in the sense because like a lot of the stuff was like, it wouldn't really translate what you needed to do. There was one part, if I remember correctly, I needed to get to like a poison cavern or something like that. And I could have just brute forced it through, which is what I tried to do and failed every single time. Or I could grind to get some sort of like antidote ring, which is what I should have done. Mm -hmm. And I put that thing on and I get through the thing no problem. That wasn't really like, translated like, to me. It's like the spike armor. It's like the spike armor. Exactly. That's a very good point. Um, what? Sorry, are you new to these games? Yes, I am. I don't know if I mentioned this, Tom, but the first, actually, the first Castlevania game I ever played, we haven't talked about yet. Okay. Yeah. But I have gone back. Don't get me wrong. I've gone back and played these games. In the same sense, so, like... And you've learned from your stupidity. Well, yeah, but again, like, even back then, I'm like, why wouldn't anybody tell me about this? Because you weren't hanging out with me. Oh, because I should have known? That's called gatekeeping. It's called being a friend and letting you know, hey, do you have the antidote? Hey, did you ever play, did you ever play Struggle in Moon? Huh? Do you ever play Circle of the Moon? Yeah. Okay. Who's the main character in Circle of the Moon? Nope, don't look at the book. <laughs> uh, Soma. Nope, not at all. Uh, Joe is... Spelmont. Nope. Uh, Julius Spelmont. Nope. Um, it's not a Belmont. It's not a Cruz. Go ahead. Alucard. Nope, not Alucard Dracula. Either. Nope, not Dracula. Uh, mine's are Minla. Ezra Miller? No. No, <laughs> Alright, no. His name is Nathan Graves. I was close. Yeah, I know you weren't. Um, but yeah, also Circle of the Moon has been decanonized because I guess I Igarashi was just like, I, I, nope, I can't fit it. Who cares? I can't work with this. Shit. Uh, but it does have it does have good like a sub um like a sub menu situation where it's like it's like cards. So it's like elemental cards and weapon cards. You can combine them and make like you know a fire whip or an ice whip or a plant whip or an earth whip. Or you can make like a fire knife or a you know like a you know it, it's pretty cool. Like, like instead of having like the classic Castlevania sub weapon system, you have that, and wow. some of them work better in other situations. It's pretty cool, and it adds to like the collectability of Castlevania games, which the handheld systems will see a lot of. Um, speaking of Harmony of Dissonance, like I said earlier in the episode, I don't remember playing this game, but when I dusted off the cartridge, I apparently hundred percented it, so I couldn't tell you shit about it. It stars Juiced Belmont, like you said, who is a Belmont. I don't know anything about him. Juice! Exactly. Except for uh, that. Juice Belmont, I'll okay. tell oh, you. Tom's going to give us a little history lesson on Give Juice a little, Belmont. little, little uh, history lesson. Okay, go ahead, uh, Tommy. Juice Belmont. Uh, page. Oh, no. This is, uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, <coughs> the grandson of Simon. Juice can combine his special weapons with magic spells 
His name is French in origin, like the or original Japanese Belmondo surname. Great. That was wonderful. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for the history lesson on Juiced Belmont. Um, but yeah, Never like I said, well, like I said, like it was like, all right, I played it. I, I don't get me wrong. Once I pick up the advanced collection, because I'm like I said, waiting on a limited run to maybe give me that physical edition, I will play that game again. I wanted to play it again, but I was like, oh, I played this game already. Okay, um, I guess I can move on to something else. And what that something else would be, would be I'm going to talk about Aria and Dawn of Sorrow. Okay. The very rare sequelized Castlevania games. Because you don't get a lot of, like, it's a, it's a legit sequel. You know what I mean? Like, you get Castlevania 1 and 2, yes. You get um, Adventure and, and Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, yes. But you don't get a lot of sequel sequels. Right. So, um, Aria and Dawn of Sorrow came out for the Game Boy Advance and the Nintendo DS. Okay. It stars Soma Cruz. It takes place in, like, 2099 or something like that. Yeah, That's a Marvel it, thing, yeah. but yeah. Well, there's a character that was born in Right, yes. It takes place in the far-flung future. The what? The far-flung future. Mm, okay. And, um... Yeah, so it starts Soma Cruz, who's like, what's going on? And it turns out, spoiler alert for this fucking 20-year-old game, Soma Cruz is the reincarnation of Dracula. <gasps> oh, yeah, so his whole... Because mm-hmm. if you look at him and uh, Dracula, they look alike. Yeah, I mean, they're very... You know... Uh, effeminate characters, you know, not not like the very typical Japanese strong jaw, like right. brutal, like very effeminate characters. Um, and uh, in Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow, so uh, Soma's whole thing is that he can use the souls of his enemies or the the, the monsters he finds, and then that will be that is his sub his sub weapons. So, like, he can, you know, summon bats or whatever. He can glide, you know. Like, it, it's all shit that adds to his character. Again, adding to the whole RPG leveling right. up system like that. Um, Let me just see real quick. Aria Sorrow. 2035. Man, that's, that's oof. Man, I hope I never see 2035 because it did. doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like a great time. Sounds like an awesome time. Oh, yeah, to be some of Cruise. Um, but yeah, Arya and Dawn of Sorrow are both great games. It's actually Soma Cross. C R U Z. Uh, it is Spanish for cross. When spelled Spanish for cross. Okay, but how do you pronounce it? I don't remember. Okay, cool. I don't care what it means. Little Alucard backward is Dracula. Um. Um. So around in two thousand three, when Arya of Sorrow came out. The Castlevania team over Konami was still fucking around with 3D shit, and they came out with Lament of Innocence. Lament of Innocence came out for the PlayStation 2. It stars Leon Belmont, and that he is the first Belmont, canonically. Right. You actually see him in the, uh, I think it might have been season 2 of Castlevania. At le- not in, but like in the portrait, like when they go to the, uh, the Belmont um, stronghold or whatever it is. So we're talking about Portrait of Rose. No, we're talking about Lament of Innocence. He, th- there is a portrait of him. That's why it's in Portrait. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, because you skipped over Portrait of Rose. No, I didn't yet, because Lament of Innocence came oh, out in 2003. Portrait of Rose came out in 2006. Has, I'm going by how the book has it. 
I can't control how the book has it. I'm oh. telling you how time and life... All right, well, you're fucking me up. I think you're fucked up in general. Uh, no. Dave. Yeah. It goes uh, Harmony, yeah. Arya, uh-huh. Dawn, okay. and then it goes to Portrait. Bullshit. Give me this book. Lament of Innocence isn't there. It's probably just talking about the handheld games, my guy. All right, dude. Then it goes to Order... Order of Ecclesia, right, which is a DS game. We're spoiling, spoiling the whole episode. And then it goes to Lament. So Alright, so it does the handheld... Sure? Hey, does it say when Lament of Innocence came out? <sighs> Lament of Innocence came out in 03. 03! Yep. Looks about right. That's where we're at right now in our right, well, Castlevania guy, timetable. I'm going by the timetable uh, of the book. But who's in charge of this episode right now? Because well, it sounds like you're just like, wait a minute, what's going on uh, here? I'm and reading, I'm in charge. I'm reading from a book. Okay, well, and we know that doesn't work, so sorry. Yeah. Lament of Innocence for the PlayStation 2. Since you have that page open, Tom, did you yeah, ever play no, Lament you... of Innocence uh, for PlayStation 2? Uh, Don't remember. No. Okay, got you. Jury's out. Maybe the demo? I might have played a little bit of it through Gamefly, and I didn't, was like, I'm not feeling this game. Yeah, didn't um, Patrick Stewart voice Dracula in this? Nope, you're getting ahead of yourselves. There's okay. more Castlevania games to come. But you know what? Let's knock out. Let's knock out the PS2 Castlevania games. So, Lament of Innocence happened. It was the thing. 2005, Curse of Darkness came out. Uh Um, If you're more familiar with the later seasons of Castlevania on Netflix, you didn't say the thing. Um, Die monster. You're supposed to say that when you finish your drink. Die monster. Okay. Uh, It deals with. Who are those fuck? Who's that fucking cat in um Castlevania? The anime meow. who creates the not meow. <laughs> I don't know why you said meow. Because it's a cat. Oh yeah, that's we do word association right now. That's good. Hector, Hector, and Leon. What was his name? Don't tell me it was Leon. All right, cool. Anyway, it deals with the devil forgers of Dracula's army, um, and it's actually a sequel to Castlevania Three which okay. deals with Trevor Belmont. So it is all good that all that stuff was adapted s- loosely to an anime uh, franchise on Netflix. Very good. Yeah, very good. Very good series. Absolutely, yes. Didn't play him. Moving on. Let's move on to DS games, Tom. We Am talked about Dawn. We Am talked about... Por- let's talk Dawn. about... Por- yeah, of course you are, Tom. You're, you're a co-host of this podcast. You're 50% of the Rude Boys. I don't know. You kind of tell me to shut up every so often. Uh, that's what you hear, and I can't control bam, what bam, goes bam, on up bam, in that bam, bam, that bam. big, beautiful noodle ears. Mickey me the Oh, there we go. There you go. Any psychiatrists want to come on and uh, talk to your boys, you can hit us up at RudeBoys469 over on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Dawn of we, Sorrow, we which, by the way, DS, get it, we get would, it, Tom, Tom, do you get it? Uh-huh. Dawn of Sorrow, yeah, I get DS, what system did it come out for? Well, I'm trying to see what those fucking Devil Forgers name. I don't give a shit, we moved on. I have Also, you have a fucking book. Shut up. Well, now I gotta go back. Dawn of Sorrow stands for DS, came out for the Nintendo DS, we talked about it already, Portrait of Ruin, and Order of Ecclesia. All DS games, all fantastic. Uh, okay. I, I want—I I don't want to say Metroidvania because I'm trying to remove myself from that term. Yes, Metroidvania games—they're great Castlevania games, and by Castlevania I mean exploratory, leveling up, this and that. Da 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 da. Great. 
Portrait of Ruin kind of like a semi-sequel to Bloodlines, because like your character Jonathan Morris is the son of John Morris, or a descendant at least of. Um, great game, a lot of fun. So like I said earlier, Tom, my first Castlevania game I ever played was Dawn of Sorrow, because I was a hardcore Nintendo fan at that, that point. Castlevania just wasn't really like hitting the hitting the systems that I wanted to. Didn't didn't go to GameCube, so there you go. Um, and I didn't play Castlevania sixty four. Hector was the other guy. Hector, fuck, that's his name. Um, and I didn't play any of the NES games. I didn't play Castlevania four, to be honest. So Dawn of Sorrow, I should have. You know what? Hey, hot take. Yeah, hot take. It's fine. What people say, Super is great. It's fine. Symphony is great. Some of these DS and GBA games are great. Super's fine. Yeah. What's your Castlevania hot take? Do you have one? The first one is... Not good. Not good. So, like, in the later... In the bottom half of Castlevania games. Okay. That's a pretty... That's a hot take. I think that's a, that's a fine game, but that's a hot take. I respect that. Okay, cool. Portrait of Ruin for the Nintendo DS this came out. Very good. Portrait of Ruin, Portrait of Ruin is, is is absolutely fine. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it is, it is, it is good. At that point, with between the GBA games and the DS games, and even Symphony and Rondo, like everything out on the table, Portrait of Ruin is still fine. Okay. Um, out of all six, seven, eight of those games, Symphony and Rondo are in the top. I'd have to say, oof, damn. I can't even put anything in the bottom. It would have to be just like what comes next. You know what I mean? Like they're all very good. Well, Castlevania too could be at the bottom. Well, I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about the the 16 bit, bit and the and the. I'm just talking about Rondo, Symphony, and the three GBA and the three DS games. We may have to They're do, all really good. We may have to do a Castlevania rank up. They would all be really good. <laughs> it's not really thrilling. Eh, we'll talk about this. You got, you got me on, you got me there. So I see that, yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna like bring them down. Oh yeah, weigh them down. Oh yeah, the veto card. Portrait yeah. of Ruin is really good. I wish it would come out to veto card. Veto card. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin and Order of Ecclesia, for that matter, is are, are all really good. I really hope somebody figures out a way to play them um, on a, a television console. That's not the Wii U. Because they all hit Virtual Console on the Wii U. And because, you, again, you have the big screen, you have the gamepad. I hope somebody can just kind of just figure out, oh, let's put them on. Or there's got to be a way to mitigate what you see on the on the bottom screen. It's usually a map, or yes, you're usually drawn on it. But, like, there's got to be some way to, 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 to figure this out. You know, like, remake it in a way so it works on one screen. There's got to be. And I'm sure that's why they didn't smash them all into the Advanced Collection, because it's like, I still don't know what to do. It's probably one dude being like, ah, I don't know. Push here's four games. Take it. Easy when you get to that point, it just does it automatically. There you go. That's pretty fair. Fucking or or dumb. it just takes it out instead of being like, oh, you gotta you gotta perform the magic seal. No, you get to that, you you fucking add a a fucking uh-huh. like orb that drops down. Okay. Hit the orb, seal, come. Very good. All right. I just figured um, I had it right now. So Order of Ecclesia kind of marked the end of the what Castlevania games 
are like the old guard of Castlevania. Right. We talked about it. They did the Dracula X collection for the PSP, which is really good. It's downloadable, I think, on Vita, if anybody still has that. They did Adventure the Rebirth, which was on WiiWare, which was a remake of Adventure. That is delisted because the WiiWare system is all gone. So what they ended up doing is they rebooted Castlevania. So Castlevania Lords of Shadow came out for the PS3 and the 360. This one had Sir Patrick Stewart. As Dracula. As some guy. I don't think he's Dracula. I think he was narrating. He was narrating, yes. But he's not Dracula. Because the character you play as, Gabriel Belmont, becomes Dracula. Really? Wow, is this a shock for you? It is. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I'm being serious. I'm sorry. So, if, if I remember correctly, because I think I played a little bit of this game, a lot of this game people think are like a big modern interpretation of, si- of, of Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, because of like the, you know, it's, it's not as structured as it should be. Again, I might be talking out of turn because I think I put a half hour in this game and I'm like, I don't like it. But they kind of do like a God of War character-based action game. However, it's not as simple as just like keep slapping X a whole bunch of times, you know, and you got to put some thought into it. Slap that X. That's a good one. Um, So from what I understand is Lords of Shadow is that you are Gabriel Belmont. You have to fight... Some sort of vampire. It's not Dracula. Tom's reading the book. Some vampire. On as you go, you fight this vampire, that vampire, whatever. But the main vampire you fight, or the main antagonist you fight, turns out to be death. I think. So then, in order to save the soul of your wife, you then become Dracula. Well, or something like that. I don't know. Characters that are listed. Uh-huh. Are Hector? Are we talking about Lords of Shadow? Oh. Oh, okay. Curse of Darkness. <laughs> right? Nope, not it. We're not going to do another SummerSlam as WrestleMania bit oh again. Lords or whatever. Shadow. Lords of Shadow would be much later. What's the game talking about? Nope, Lords of Shadow came out in 2010. Right? But Curse of Darkness... I'm not talking about Curse of Darkness, my man. You're going chronological, aren't you? Man, what a shock. What a concept, Tommy. It's such a fuck thing. It's got to be towards the end, because I feel like they would keep those games at the end. Yeah, because then you got Lords of Shadow, Mirror, Yep. All right, so Lords of Shadow, Tommy. What, what can you tell me about that game? Uh, I didn't... All right, it had Sir Patrick Stewart, like we said. Uh-huh. So you're playing, as, as we said, Gabriel Belmont. Mm-hmm. You're trying to save Marie Belmont. Okay. You are also working with a girl named Claudia. Okay. Carmela is in this. Okay, yep. Um, the series. Right, another callback. Yep. Um, Satan! Satan's in this game, yep. Uh, Cornell. Cornell, another name that was that was thrown around, I think, in Castlevania 64. Zolbeck. That's a, that's a, that's a made-up thing. Zolbeck. No, not for you. I just mean in general. Pan. Pan. Hook, hook, hook. Nope, not that pan. I think they'd probably be more of the Greek. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, dude, if Castlevania games were made now, they'd be fucking dope. You'd find like Slenderman and shit, and and fucking the Babadook. Laura, yep. You know what I mean? Like, if Castlevania games existed now, like, annualized, it would just be like, whatever's fucking spooky now, fucking kill it. You know, you're fucking fucking vampire hunter. I'm surprised they didn't come out with like a supernatural game like that. 
Whatever that's a missed opportunity. It. That's a missed opportunity. Um, because people love horror and they love Castlevania. Um, obviously, the legacy of Castlevania, I think, exists uh, despite itself because we were just talking about Lords of Shadow. Uh-huh. was like mixed to like good reaction. Mirror of Fate, which was the, the DS game that came out to PS3 and Xbox 360, was also like meh. Lords of Shadow 2 was like a meh. So Castlevania, unfortunately, died a, a very wimpy death, unfortunately. But again, like we just said, the legacy exists through the the collections, mm-hmm. through uh, the Symphony of Night and Rondo 2-pack on uh, PlayStation 4 and 5. I think it's on 5. I don't know. Um, but these things exist out oh, there. And, oh, and th- they're great games. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talked about it in Episode 4. We're talking about it now in Episode 107. Almost a couple, like five years uh, removed. Rootober, baby. It's kicking. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we did reach out to, uh, you know, people in the Root Nation. Members of the Root Nation, yes, we did. Why they love Castlevania. Yes. And we got, you know, just the whole gothic horror. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Especially in the later um, interpretations, I should say, or the later installments. Because like once the technology got better, it would it would lean more into that. Because like you don't really like like oh there's a candelabra on the NES like yeah but like now it's like oh that's spooky shit you know spider webs bats oh my god well yeah I mean I would love to see like kind of like a a Castlevania game come out like almost like Resident Evil style like 3D no you you because you don't like 3D that's very well documented well, especially in this episode. No, I mean like you want it to be two D, like but spooky, games. like but oh. good. <laughs> what? <laughs> you lost me. Like, like what's Evil. your dream of Castle? What's what's your dream Castlevania game? What perspective? Two D or three D? Well, I mean, I I love side scrollers. Okay, so so two D. But I know uh, that wouldn't happen in this day and age. No, but I'm trying to say, Tom, if Konami was like Tom, what game can I make for you? Symphony of the Night two. All right, so it would be two D. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. All right. Playing as Alucard again. Okay. Uh, so you just want more of that that stuff, which yeah, is fine because that was really good. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. it's just you know, you know, like I said, the whole gothic horror. Yeah. Was great. Right. Sorry. Continue. Um. The whole like you know, as much as we hate to say it here, the whole like Metroidvania style. Right. Like, no, it's a very it's a good yeah. um video game hook. And they all, honestly, like, fucking the music. The music is fantastic. We were talking about Bloody Tears. Could not fucking get that over my out of my head. Obviously. Vampire Killer theme of Simon Belmont, which is also really yeah. good. The main theme. The music fucking slaps, guy. I don't know what to tell you. Castlevania, that's us slapping our musical meat. I love slapping my music meat. Is that it? Yeah. You done? And on that note, Rude Nation, thank you for joining us for... Well, what about uh, you? What would be your dream Castlevania <laughs> I'd send it on your note thing. Um, huh? It would probably still be 2D. Like, because yeah. Castlevania, to me, hasn't really won, hasn't won itself over here. It's walking right. away. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Castlevania, to me, hasn't won, won me over yet in 3D. I think it could be done. It just hasn't been done. Um, but yeah, like like the, honestly, the games that it's that that Castlevania has given to me in, on the GBA in uh, the Nintendo DS that has uh, that that's kind of sati- uh, satiated that that's that's kept me full.
for Castlevania stuff. And Symphony Night is fantastic. Keep you full. And we're going to talk about Castlevania in a little bit. Can I do the goddamn outro now? I don't know, can you? Are you physically able to? And on that note, Rude Nation, thank you for joining us for episode 107 of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. Our next episode, we are going to be deep, 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 deep into Rutober. And we're going to be deep into those spider guts. Because we're talking about Venom. Venom. Venom, 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 Venom. Not necessarily the movie, because both of us might not see it at that point. But we're going to talk about the character. The spooky Spider-Man character. Venom. Eddie Brock, Matt Gargan. The other fucking jabronis? Who cares? Flash Thompson, not a jabroni. But, you know, those other fucking jabronis? Okay. Yeah, Flash Thompson's not a jabroni. Peter Parker, not a jabroni. Wow. Peter Parker was never Venom. He was still Spider-Man. It's still... I mean, there were Don't. points where it did try to... That's in later. That's, in later. that's retconned. In later. That is later. retconned. I read the entire Red Alien Goblin? costume saga. Red Goblin? Didn't try to, like... That's not Venom. That's anything, he had the Carnage symbiote. Can we oh. not get into this right now? Can we not get into this I'm right now? Sure he wore the Venom <laughs> he did not. outfit in Red Goblin. He, he was fucking... Ooh, oh, Spider-Man? Yes. Peter Parker? Yes. So you mean he wore the symbiote, but he but, was still Spider-Man. But I kind of feel like he was kind of like trying to bring that out. Oh, again. God. All right, whatever. We're not having this fight right now. Mommy and Daddy still love you, relation. Don't worry. <laughs> Barely. No, yeah, we're going to get divorced. It's your fault. Um... <laughs> Because you don't hit us up on our social media platforms. You better fucking figure out where you want to go, Rude Nation. Twitter.com forward slash RudeBoys469. Facebook.com forward slash RudeBoys469. Instagram.com forward slash RudeBoys469. Follow us. Join the Rude Nation. Etc. 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 We would love the numbers. You know, we love to talk to you guys. You know, you comment, we'll fucking answer, bro. Unless you're a fucking bot. Like, we get that a lot. We get bots and, like, people trying to fucking sell us, like, podcasts. Like advertisement shit and like yeah I'm sure we could use it but I don't wanna so like but we'll talk to the nation if they have anything they want to talk about as far as with Castlevania with Venom anything Rudetober related hit us up on those social media platforms hell to the yes speaking of Rudetober yep what do you got I mean I know I brought it up to you and I would love for the nation to interact with us about it is our our next uh, Rude Boys Top 10 for October right. is going to be a comic book horror characters. Uh, characters. Yes. So, Rude Nation, I would love to hear your suggestions. That's good. No, you I like that a lot. Hit us up, email, you can DM us personally on yep. our Instagrams, on our Twitter. Text us. You, all, you got our numbers. Yeah. We ain't fucking hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, so, I, you're right, Tom. If not, guess what? You're getting another Tommy Cash solo list. Yeah. So, yeah. We we should be better telling you in, in, in advance as far as what's going on. So, we got the Venom episode. That's our next episode of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. Our next top ten is going to be our top ten horror comic, comic book. book characters. Yep. Thank you. I wanted to kind of just, like, you know, get, get, the, get, the, get the naming in. And we alluded to it several, several, several times. We're going to be doing a Rude Boys game cast. We're going to dust that brand off. For Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yep. 24th anniversary. That's Rude Boys Game Club. I'm so sorry. Yes, we were talking about Gamecast a lot. Rude Boys Game Club. Symphony of the Night. If anybody wants to play along with us, because we're going to talk about it throughout the month of Rootober, where we're at, like, just let us know, you know? Because I'm, I'm going to try to find the proper way to stream that shit, at least on my I end. Mean, if we want to talk Gamecast. Uh-huh. Game play. Club. Well, no. We want uh, to get Gamecast, like, streaming uh-huh. on our Twitch. That's what the game... Well, that would be part of the game Can club. Okay, go ahead. 
you know, we could do Resident Evil Remake too. We yes, once we get into Rootober, I think we're gonna really pick up the, the horror movie I mean, stuff. We need to kind of figure shit out now because uh, uh, Rootober, uh, Rootober is uh, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we'll be all right. But we're talking Castlevania. We're gonna replay Rude Boy. We're gonna re blah 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 blah. blah. We're gonna be replaying Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I know, yes. Castlevania Symphony of the Night for Rude Boys Game Club. Right, Tom? You're committed to that? You're gonna get Symphony? We're gonna play it together? I guess I don't have a choice. You do! We talked about this! You can play. Dude, I I don't have the advanced collection yet. If you wanna play one of the advanced collection games, you wanna play. Hey, Tom, you wanna play Aria of Sorrow? Sure. I don't have it yet. Neither do I. No, let's do. Let's do Symphony? Okay. Let's do Symphony. Handshake agreement. What, what is this? Are you doing that? No, I was gonna I was gonna now? do like a literal like yeah, business handshake. Not the boys handshake. Yeah, no, the boys handshake is better than a business. Well true, yes, but we're trying to be a business. Uh, Fucked hard. Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, Rude Boys Game Club. Keep an eye out on our social media platforms for when we stream this shit at least I stream this shit Tom we gotta get you on the we stream we may this stream shit. together when I'm in the studio yes true but th- yes 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 but you can hit us up on our social media platforms just look for Rude Boys 469 we have a yep. YouTube page we have YouTube yep which oh, hopefully shit. if I remember when we twitch shit we can record shit and send it to our YouTube remember that next time uh, you can find our YouTube over at bit.ly forward slash RudeBoysRudeTube. That's all lowercase. And yeah, we'll put some video game shit up on there. I hope. I think. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. God fucking willing. If you like what you heard, you should subscribe to us. Subscribe to us on your platform of choice. Apple Podcasts, we're on. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. You can, uh, you can find us if you search for RudeBoysPowerHourPlus. But our home away from home is on the Podbean network, and that is gonna be rudeboys.podbean.com. Ah, oh no! Suck that bean! Oh, Michael, Michael, get the fuck out Michael, of here! Michael, my ah. goodness, Michael, Jesus, we're we're a show for children. You can't be telling are, people to suck beans. We're not a show for children. We are children. We are children. Yeah. We're so, not. and the show is for us, really. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're a show for children. Uh, Adult children. Suck on that bean. Anyway, yes, you're right. Rudeboys.podbean.com. Plasma! Uh, suck the plasma out of that bean, Rude Nation. That's just a good, that's just a good way to live. Um, if you want to hit me up on social media, I'm at Tay Sherms. T-E-H underscore S-H-E-R-M-S. Tommy? you want to hit me up on social media, which I don't fucking blame you if you don't, I am Tommy underscore Cash 80, and that's Cash with a K. And that'll do it, Nation. Thank you for joining us. This is our last episode before Rootober proper. So I hope we got you pr- properly spooked, properly ready to go, and just fucking warmed up and just fucking teased. We got some, teased for Rootober. We got some uh, tricks Ooh. up our sleeves. Ooh. So this was, was this a treat? You, Nation. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, shit. That was good, though. <laughs> I don't know, you, kind of, you kind of went a little uh, special. I think a blue bald. This has been a presentation of the Rude Boys Podcast Network. Um, oops.